Hey, what's up, folks? We have a great show for you today. The R&B megastar Neo said this. Parents have almost almost forgotten what the role of a parent is. Amen. It's like, okay, if your little boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl, and you just let him rock with that, you just let him. Right. Among some other things about what he thought about two genders identifying as a different gender. He said that he thinks the parents should decide just like they decide about a lot of other things when a kid is too young to make decisions of their own. Neil apologized on his Twitter, but then he made an Instagram post saying he wasn't sorry for what he said. We got to hear it. However, this is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. First and foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man. Second story is Trump and his good friend Lindsey Graham are doing speaking engagements together. A friend of mine and a guy who really understands politics, I think he understands politics better than anybody. That's why he keeps getting elected once. And I'll tell you something. Uh, you have a good man, he's a good man, and he loves you and he loves his state. And Trump just keeps trying to pump Lindsey Graham at his rallies, calling him a good guy. Most people in Trump's base don't agree with that, and we're gonna talk about it. It's gonna be a really great show, folks. God bless you guys, I'm excited for this one. Dream Rare Podcast starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast, welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road, let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dream Rare Podcast. The first story just got a lot more interesting because Neo put out an Instagram story and he now doesn't apologize. He said that the Twitter apology was a PR apology and he stands by his words. Finally, a celebrity that isn't caving. I love what Neo says. We're going to listen to it in a second. But first, let's watch a few clips to see what was so controversial about what he said. Here's what he said on Vlad TV, a hip hop podcast. Parents have almost almost forgotten what the role of a parent is. Amen. It's like, OK, if your little boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl. And you just let him rock with that. You just let him. You notice that chick agrees with him too. She's like, right, if you watch the whole podcast, I did an article on it, streamrare.com. She's agreeing with him. A lot of people agree on this. I'm going to talk about it at the end, but this is such a winnable issue for the next election and in general. Uh, we'll talk about it, but let's watch more clips. Exactly. Like when, when did it become a good idea to let a five-year-old, let a six-year-old, let a 12-year-old make a life-changing decision for themselves? Right. When did that happen? Right. Like, I don't, I don't understand. He, he went on to say, you know, if you let a little kid eat candy every morning or eat candy every day, they're going to want to eat candy. So the parents are supposed to guide their kids, not just let them do whatever. That's his theory with the gender as well, which is the theory of most people in this country, I still believe. So I, I don't know if this is true, but I heard a rumor that they, they, they either passed or are trying to pass a law in L.A. that states if your child comes to you and asks to do some of these things and you say no, they can take your kid from yeah, you. I don't know about the L.A. law, but all over the country, Democrats and liberals are trying to say if your kid wants to change their gender without your permission, that's fine. And you're not supposed to get involved. He thinks this is crazy. So do most parents. Okay, right. Love who you love. Do what you do. Exactly. I just personally come from an era where a man was a man and a woman was a woman and it wasn't but two genders. And that's just how I rocked. 
So you can see why he got under heat. We're going to play his non-apology, but at first he posted yesterday on Twitter and everyone was like, darn it, another celebrity, another spineless celebrity caves. He posted this on Twitter. After much reflection, I'd like to express my deepest apologies to anyone that I may have hurt with the comments on parenting and gender identity. I've always been an advocate for love and inclusivity in the LGBTQ plus community, so I understand how my comments could have been interpreted as insensitive and offensive. Gender identity is nuanced, and I can honestly admit that I plan to better educate myself on the topic so I can approach future conversations with more empathy. At the end of the day, I lead with love and support everyone's freedom of expression and pursuit of happiness. So it seemed like Neo caved, but without further ado, listen to this, folks. He went on Instagram two hours ago and said, I'm actually not sorry. That's a PR apology. I'll tell you what I think. And he says, if, if I can't live in this world anymore, so be it. I'll, I'll figure something else out. I'm a hustler because I'm not caving on this opinion. Thank you, Neo, for actually standing up for what you believe. Let's watch. What's going on, loved ones? This is Neo. All right, listen. I normally don't give too much of a damn about what y'all think about what I do, what y'all have to say about what I say, whatever. I normally don't care because, like I said, opinions ain't special. Everybody got one. However, this is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. First and foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's my reality. Now, if my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. I'm absolutely entitled to feel how I feel the same way you are entitled to feel how you feel. I ain't asked nobody to follow me. I ain't asked nobody to agree with me. I was asked a question and I answered the damn question. Okay. I have no beef with the LBGTQIA plus community whatsoever. I ain't got no beef with y'all. Do whatever the hell it is you want to do. Do what you want to do with your kids. However, Somebody asked my opinion on this matter, and this is how I feel. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. I don't. I, I definitely plan to educate myself a little bit more on this matter. However, I doubt that there's any book anywhere or any opinion that somebody's going to tell me that's going to make me okay with letting a child make a decision like that. That's just period, point blank, and that's how I feel. If I get canceled for this, then you know what? Maybe this is a world where they don't need a Neo no more, all right? And I got no problem with that. I'm a hustler. All right? I'll figure it out. I got kids to raise and I'm going to do that regardless. So with that being said, y'all have a good day. I love everybody. Live how you want to live. Love how you want to love. But your opinion is yours. Speak your opinion as much as you damn well feel like it. Because as I said, they're not important. They're not special. Everybody got one and you're entitled to it. I'm entitled to mine. All right. Y'all feel how y'all want to feel. Have a great day. It's Neo. Peace and love. Let's go. Finally, man. Finally, uh, you know, I was going to say balls, but huevos for my Latino followers. You know, finally a celebrity with some balls, man. I thought he caved because I looked at his thing and it was like, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And then he comes out on Instagram and posts that and says, hey, that was my PR apology. I don't actually apologize for that at all. I'm not sorry. If you guys want to cancel me, I'd rather, you know, I'll find something else to do. I love it, man. I was I changed my whole show because I thought he apologized and the show is going to be about that. And right before I started my show, I saw that he did it. And I'm like, let's go. You know, if you think that, think it. If you think that, think it. But say what you really feel. The reason America is becoming worse. I still love America. It's a great country, land of opportunity. It's still amazing. I love this country. But a lot of things are declining in this country over the last 10, 15 years 
because people, strong people, good people, they're afraid to say what they really think. In the rap world, in I would say, you know, not to stereotype because I'm not doing that, but I would say the average opinion in black America, so to speak, it's not along with all this liberal stuff. They all just have to pretend like they agree with it or else they'll get the Kyrie Irving or the Kanye West treatment or the Jamie Foxx treatment now. And I know those are different topics, but they see that there's a lot of pressure from the LGBTQ plus a R S V W X Y Z Justin Trudeau, you know, Brock, whatever, you know, they know that there's so much pressure there. So they'd rather just not talk about it. They'd rather not say anything, but I think Neil felt passionate because one thing that a lot of people do draw a line with is the children. You know, if you're going to go to a brothel or something or you're swingers or you're going to, you know, go to a gay club or a bathhouse or just be gay in your own life. I think most Americans at this point, they just don't care. They're like, I don't have time to police the whole world, do what you want, but I don't have to want to do that. Um, but when they do it to children, like it's like, yeah, it's basic common sense. Like your kid would eat candy every morning and ice cream. The whole reason you're a parent from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, even through the teen years is you're guiding your kid. As they get older, I think you give your kid more responsibility and more choices of their own. But at the age of three, your kid would die without you. Like, it's not like, hey, just go here and raise yourself here. You know, why don't you just drop your two year old off in the woods and see what happens or drop them off in, at a mall and, you know, let them walk around and uh, dress in, you know, designer clothes if you want. So that's not really how it works. A kid can barely talk without you. The whole reason they speak your language is because you teach them. If you taught a kid Russian, it would learn Russian. If you taught a kid English, it would learn English. Your kid knows the language that you know. You're basically creating a little person and eventually they'll become their own, but it's not the time when they're three, four, five, six, seven. So he made a great point. If you watch the whole podcast, it's on streamer.com or at least the clip from Vlad TV. He says, I don't think it's it's right for a kid to decide at that age because they don't know anything. And if they could choose everything, they'd make a lot of bad decisions. That's your job as a parent. I was so disappointed to see him apologize. It feels like there's more apologies this week than I've seen. It's like the NASCAR guy apologizes. Jamie Foxx apologizes for reading a Bible quote. You know, you can't do that in Hollywood anymore, uh, you know, unless it's one of those like peace, love, prosperity ones. Jamie, uh, uh, Neo was apologizing. I'm like, no, you know, this is why America is failing is because there's a lot of great people in America. There's a lot of strong people in America. But for whatever reason, people leading these industries are going against the grain of what people really think in basic biology and nature. Like, for example, when you see Bleacher Report or one of these, I always reference this because I follow a lot of sports. Sorry if you don't. I, I do. That's just my life. I'm my podcast. Sorry. Um, sorry, not sorry. Like Neo said, you see them pushing WNBA stuff in a in a not normal way. Like if there's a fire uh, clip of women crushing, then everybody likes it. But if it's not that cool, everybody says it's not that cool. They're trying so hard in so many of these industries to push things that people don't agree with. And it's actually not popular. So I wonder with Neo, if he put out this fake apology he didn't agree with, and then he saw the backlash from the people because more people probably agree with what he said in that interview than his apology. So you can't really have it both ways now. And this is the beauty of America waking up and people waking up is if you're a celebrity and you want to just fake apologize, so the powers that be leave you alone and all the LGBTQ plus people that run Hollywood or whatever, you know, you're going to, 90% of your base are going to be like, well, 
I actually thought what you said was fine. And now you look like a coward. And now you look like you're not a real man. And now your comments were being flooded with, oh, you're pathetic. You're weak. Oh, you can't even stand by what you believe. And as a man, especially Neil, he's a really cool guy, very successful, very famous, very uh, great singer, you know, beautiful voice. Like he's got kids. He, like, he doesn't want to look like a coward. So I, I wonder if the pressure of him thinking the easy way out would just be like, oh, just let my PR team handle it. And then he sees the backlash from like, we, the people, America, people in his own community, people in hip hop, people in politics being like, dude, what are you caving for? Say what you, if you believe that, say it, if you believe this, say it, but don't, don't just cave. If you don't actually believe it, I wonder, it seemed like his energy, I don't want to overthink it, but seemed like his energy was kind of like, ah, I'm like just ticked off. Like, I'm not sorry. I'm actually, I, I am a man. I do believe this. I, I'm heterosexual. Like, this is how I think. And if I can't do it, then whatever. I feel like probably him seeing that the public actually agreed with him on a lot of that stuff probably woke him up. So, or at least like made him want to say his own opinion, or maybe just his PR team put out something. And then he was like, nah, I don't want to apologize for that. Let me say what I actually think. I'm going to say this before I move on. It, politically, uh, I know this is a social issue, but politically, conservatives are actually winning this massively. Like, I, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to just push over push Ron DeSantis. I know people accuse me of that, but I really feel like out of all the governors and all the politicians, he seems to have been like the champion of like, no, nah, don't do this to the kids. Just the same way that Matt Walsh at Daily Wire, that's like his thing. He's not the only one who believes in it, but he kind of made a whole documentary. He made the most popular documentary. He put it out there and he's kind of positioning himself as I'm the leader on this topic. I don't care. I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to cave. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to make documentaries about it. The same way Matt Walsh has done that in the political influencer world or the commentator world. You know, DeSantis seems to be the governor that's like, I'm going to lead the nation on this topic. And I think that's part of the reason that he won the election by so much in a swing state. I know people don't want to believe this. I know they like cry over Trump and DeSantis and everybody acts insane and wah, 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 wah. But I really think this is a winnable issue. People don't think it's okay to make a change of a gender on a three-year-old. So when Neo says this, understand that most of the rap community agrees with this. Most of the quote-unquote black community agrees with this. Quote-unquote, most white people agree with this. Most Christians agree with this. Even a lot of Democrats don't agree with that. I know multiple Democrats that this is the issue that makes them feel like Democrats are crazy. It's just like it's too much. If people are being gay in the streets of San Francisco for a month, most adults don't really care, especially if they don't live there. But when they're trying to transition four year olds, like most Democrats are like, wait, that's kind of crazy. Like, I don't that's you know, it's it's waking people up out of this spell of partisan politics. So I truly believe that this is a massive, massive winnable issue for conservatives moving forward if liberals are going to be this fake. But here's the problem with politics is I think that no offense, DeSantis cares about it. And Trump just talks about himself all the time and creates this like Marvel hero villain narrative and everything's about him all the time. And I'm not, I don't care. I'm just saying like people that like Trump like that, people that are on the fence, maybe they'll vote for him over Biden because Biden's like a sack of potatoes and he falls asleep all the time. But I truly believe if Republicans stop being so weird and annoying and fake and cringe, cringy and just talking like, you know, at, like, like they're talking to a bunch of sycophants all the time, and lean into this topic and just act human with it, they're going to pick up a lot of votes naturally without caving because this is, in my view, the one topic, I mean, Democrats are going so far on a lot of topics, but this is one of those, it's it's really not popular. I know it seems edgy or crazy, but I've. this is the one topic that I know that my Democrat friends, they come to me and they say, 
dude, I, I don't get what's going on. Like, I agree with Matt Walsh. I don't want to say it publicly, but like, why can't they define what a woman is? Like, talk to most Democrats. What's a woman? They're like, well, a woman has that. A guy has that. If you want to identify this or that, most people will say whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to follow you around and stop you. It's whatever. But if you're going to act like it's normal to not be able to define what a woman is, if you're going to act like it's normal to play in sports when you're biologically born a different gender and you're crushing, if you're going to act like it's normal to tell a two-year-old or a three-year-old that they're now changing genders when they would be a firefighter or a spaceman or eat candy all day if they wanted to, like this is such a winnable issue for conservatives and Republicans politically. It just seems like DeSantis cares about it. Matt Walsh cares about it. A lot of the base cares about it, but the whole like Trump versus whatever narrative is, is like a self you know, I, I understand why it's happening now because of the charges, but I really feel like that's like the only way we're going to lose to Biden is if we don't focus on this stuff. Crime is another one. Major cities, San Francisco, rob, robbery, robbery. I don't want to get off topic, but I feel like America is going to be really ghetto soon, like all of America, because in the bad areas, theft and violent crime is just happening too much. And then you have in good areas, you know, a lot of the criminals, they don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat. If you live in a nice Republican area, you're starting to see more jewelry stores get robbed, more people get robbed of Rolexes off the streets, held up at gunpoint, even in the nice areas. Why? Because the criminals know it's easy to do in America. If you rob somebody in Dubai, they're going to catch you and you're going to be held accountable. If you rob somebody in Los Angeles or San Francisco, you'll probably get away with it. If you rob somebody in a nicer suburb that's conservative and acts so patriotic, they know that you're not paying attention because you think you're living in leave it to beaver world where you're really, you know, everybody that's working around, they're all like tracking and tracing and they're like scouting out your neighborhood and stuff. They know it's open season because they know that people don't pay attention here. So I'm not trying to get off topic, but America, the whole country is going to be ghetto soon because Democrats are weak on crime. Republicans don't have a solution. They tweet law and order when they're in the White House, but they don't actually do anything. Uh, it, it is what it is. But I think that crime these topics and also the gender of the children thing. I, I To me, that's like one of these issues that is like a huge winnable issue if Republicans lean into it, which they probably won't. They'll probably lose the next election, cry victim and fundraise. And you know what I'm saying? I, I see that happening, but I, I hope they don't. I don't want another four years of Biden. Anyway, thank you, Neo. I'm glad he stood up for himself. I'm glad he did not cave. I'm glad he didn't fold like I thought he was going to. We need men to say what they believe. Our opinion's popular. Up is up, down is down, left is left, right is right. If you want to do this or you want to do that, no one's going to stop you most likely. But in this world, it's like obesity is skinny. Skin, like It's like being beautiful is ugly. Being fat is, is, is a Gatorade model. It's like, it's just getting weird. I don't care how fat somebody is on an ad. It's like, I, I don't drink drinks based on how fat or skinny the ad is. So personally, I could care less, but they're pushing this idea. It's like lockdowns are good you know, fat kids are awesome. You know, it's so great. It's like, it's actually just unhealthy. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It's just not like ideal, but it's like crime and the cities are okay. Like change the kid's gender at four. And, it, and and most people are thinking, no, that's not normal, but everybody's afraid to say it because the corporations and the Hollywood entertainment industry that controls everything, they're the ones pushing all this unpopular crap. So the only way we could beat it is to just speak the truth. You know, you don't have to be mean. You don't have to be rude. You could have empathy, compassion. You could be thoughtful. You could be kind. But let's not be weak, folks, because I mean, uh, like how far, how many games are we going to play like this when other countries around the world, they don't do this. There's a lot of countries moving in the right direction while we're moving in the wrong one. But 
that's my opinion about it. Let me know what you guys think. God bless you. And the second story of the day is Donald Trump and his friend, Lindsey Graham. I don't know. I don't watch Trump rallies anymore. Like he just says the same five things on loop. And I kind of have seen through the deception for years now, but apparently he just keeps putting Lindsey Graham on a stage and like trying to sell his audience that Lindsey Graham is a good guy. Nobody believes that, but I think Trump knows that he can just do whatever he wants and people will make excuses for it. So here's the newest clip of him at some rally, just telling everyone how awesome Lindsey Graham is. A friend of mine and a guy who really understands politics, I think he understands politics better than anybody. That's why he keeps getting elected once. And I'll tell you something, uh, you have a good man. He's a good man and he loves you and he loves this state. He's controversial, a little bit like I am. We maybe don't always agree on everything, but he's got a little controversy, but he's smart as hell, and he does a fantastic job for your state. Senator Lindsey Graham. Senator, thank you, Lindsey. Thank you. And he does. He does a great job, and he's been with me, and I appreciate it. Solves a lot of problems, this man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, uh, the last rally... I want people to really, I don't care if you like Trump, if you don't, I'm guessing a lot of people here do take your bias away from this and just watch as the crowd boos Lindsey Graham in the last rally. This, this one, I guess they didn't boo him as much, but, uh, he, he looks at the crowd and he says, I got to I don't know. You'll, you'll hear the clip and saying like, I got to change you guys. Like he, he knows he's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to convince you guys over time that Lindsey Graham's awesome. So it's like, it's just, to me, it's like a humiliation ritual. It's like, I don't, I don't want to go to these events anymore. It's just weird. And again, Senator Lindsey Graham, who is really got, I'm going to have to work. I'm going to have to work on these people. I'm going to have to. All right. <laughs> Twice. Not, you know, you can make mistakes on occasion. Even Lindsey down here, Senator Lindsey Graham. We love Senator Graham. We're going to, we're going to love him. We're going to love him. I know it's half and half. But when I need some of those liberal votes, he's always there to help me get them. OK, we got some pretty liberal people, but he's good. He's good. We know the good ones. We know the bad ones, too. We got some real bad ones. <laughs> what liberals is, is, is Lindsey Graham helping Trump get? Liberals don't like Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham is like conservative on issues, so no liberals like him. But he's also like a neocon war hawk, so conservatives don't like him. You know, he's as complicit in a lot of the Ukraine-Russia proxy stuff, but whatever. Um, some people said... I don't agree with him on that. He, I'm just going to read some of the comments. Someone said he must be a better judge of characters. Someone says, uh, you know, we, I, I don't know. Let me see. Can't stand that. My thoughts are this. I'm going to say a few things. I think that Trump is an alpha male. Okay. Trump has been rich his whole life. Uh, you know, he's a billionaire. He's been cool. He's been at sports events. Like, when it comes to being an alpha, an American alpha male, every rapper would always rap about Trump, right? I want to be rich like Trump. I want to be this like Trump. I want to, you know, like since like the 90s, because Trump really was that dude. It's like rich, successful. You know, he's he was smart at a time. I mean, I still think he is to some extent, but like you listen to some of his speeches and stuff. He, he had a real foreign policy, et cetera. Um, he's an alpha male. 
alpha males don't need to respect beta males. Some do, some like nice alpha males do, but most alpha males, like if you act like a doormat, they'll walk all over you. Like alpha males are not bending over to help you out or get you girls. Like if you can't respect yourself, nobody's going to respect you. So, you know, I think that Trump is like a, a, he's an alpha's alpha in the sense of like, if you shake his hand, he's going to shake it harder than you. If you shake his hand, he's going to pull you in closer. Like he's that type of guy. You know what I'm saying? He demands dominance. He doesn't like disloyalty. He doesn't like people to disagree with him. He doesn't like people to challenge him. Like he's, he's that type of guy. This is my message to the base. This is the nicest thing I could say. If you don't respect yourself, Trump isn't going to respect you. So I think he looks at his base and he knows that it's filled with like a bunch of beta males and people that act like alphas, but really are just like suck ups to him. Like, I feel like he looks at the crowd and he probably knows that if he wanted to steal any of these guys' wives, he probably could. And they'd let him like, I think that's how he looks at his base. Like I'll change, I'll fix them. You know, I want to play that clip again. Cause his answer is so telling. Like he, he hears the booze, but he doesn't think maybe, maybe I should change. He thinks these pathetic people, <laughs> I'll get them cheering in a few rallies. They don't they don't even know what they think. I'll change them. Listen to what he says. And again, Senator Lindsey Graham, who is really got I'm going to have to work. I'm going to have to work on these people. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to work on these people. I'll work on you betas. I'll work on you losers. You'll you'll agree with me soon. I, you don't have your own thoughts or own opinions. I own you guys. I control you. I'll fix you. I'll fix you idiots. You'll be cheered in a second. You'll vote for me anyway. I could do anything. I could say the vaccine's the greatest cure. You hate Bill Gates, but I work with Bill Gates, but you guys don't even care. I'll fix you beta males. And they're like, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying it's the truth. Trump's an alpha. I'm not dissing. People are like, oh, you hate on Trump. I'm complimenting him. He's an alpha. He's not, he doesn't respect people who don't respect themselves. The base doesn't respect themselves. He doesn't respect you. He goes in meetings with like Pfizer and lobbyists and, you know, he respects them because they're men. They're, they're doing deals with him. He'll go out to his base and be like, these dummies won't even pay attention to a single thing that I'm doing. You know, I'll tell them I'm not taking their money. I'll go take their money. I'll tell them I'm not taking donor money. I'll take hundreds of millions of dollars from donor. I'll tell them I don't take corporate money. I'll take the corporate money. And these dum-dums, I'll fix them. I'll change them. I'll work on them. They don't, they don't know anything. They don't think for themselves. They'll, they'll still support it. I really think that's how Trump thinks because he's that type of guy in a meeting. You shake hands, you know, he'll pull you forward. Like he's like, I'm the alpha here. And he's a businessman. In business, people want to get something, you know, people want to do stuff. It's like they're not like, oh, let me give you the best deal. It's like, no, I'm going to get the best deal for myself. Screw you. That's what a businessman does. It's not like, Oh yeah. So if you're in the business equation, if, if, if his base is filled with a bunch of like subservient lap dogs, he knows that he's like, I'll just, Lindsey Graham can do more for me than these dummies. These dummies will let me do whatever. I'll sell the vaccine like Bill Gates. I'll say it saved hundred million lives on the father of the vaccine. I'll do socialism. These idiots don't care, but Lindsey Graham has power. So I'm going to, I'm going to drag his carcass around because you know, I respect, like, I feel like Trump probably respects Lindsey Graham more than he respects his base. Cause he's like, these guys, They'll do whatever. So that's why when it comes to like Neo, I want to relate this, these two stories. If men like Neo don't say what they really feel, the bad guys win. You know what I'm saying? The, the deceivers win. The inverters win. Because most people don't agree with the inversion of what they're doing with like the over-liberalism of the country. But most men like Neo won't say anything. And what's the point of having millions of dollars? And what's the point of being a superstar if you're not even free to speak your opinion? So I respect Neo so much now 
that he said what he really believes because he's not the only one. I guarantee you in the hip hop community, the R&B community, the rap community, the, the music community, especially on the side that Neo's on like R&B, I guarantee you that most people agree with Neo. But if Neo comes out and says it, how come nobody has his back? The only one that's going to, you know, who's going to have Neo's back? Conservatives, Republicans, quote unquote, white people that, you know, not just white people, because there's black conservatives too, but you get what I'm saying. The people that the industry tries to act like it. So that's, who's going to have Neo's back. Cause only conservatives aren't afraid <laughs> to say this stuff. Everybody in the industry, all these people that are friends with Neo that probably tell him at barbecues, I agree with you and tell them behind the scenes and behind the doors. Yeah, dude, that's crazy what they're doing with the kids. I don't agree with it. They're not going to come out and support them. And that's why the bad people win is because good guys are cowards. Thank you, Neo. You know, thank you, Aaron Rodgers, during the lockdown and the pandemic. Thank you, you know, people like Ted Nugent that just never gave a shit. Like, these are the people that they'll say what they really think and everybody else is afraid to do so. That's why those people win. And in politics, I feel like it's the same thing. The same way that, can, and I'm going to offend some people now, but I, I just don't care. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry to not sorry. I'm going to say it three times so you don't even know which one I mean. But now I'm playing 5D chess. In general, the way that so many liberals act like they're okay with what the left is doing with the kids, they don't believe it, but they just want to save themselves in their social circles. So everybody just kind of suppresses themselves on the left because they're like, if I speak out against this, I'm going to cut off my social circles. That's the same thing I see on the right with a lot of the Trump people. You guys think, and this is the crazy part, like I made a video about Vivek and I want to explain myself because I think Vivek is a successful businessman. He's worked in big pharma. God knows how he made his money. Look into it. Um, but in general, I'm not knocking the guy. He's a great salesman. He says what you want to hear. But the thing that I'm trying to explain to people, because like, why are you hating on him so much? He wrote in his book in September 2022 that he thinks that Trump is a sore loser like Stacey Abrams. And he thinks that Mike Pence made the right decision. I'm not mad at that. But what I want Vivek to do is what I want Neo to do. Tell MAGA what you really think, Vivek. Go on a stage at Turning Point and say, Trump's a sore loser like Stacey Abrams. We have to stop being sore losers. We have to stop playing the victim. Mike Pence is an honorable man for, for not overturning the election. Say that, Vivek. How come he won't say that at Turning Point? He believes that. People say, oh, he changed. He didn't change, guys. He wrote it in 2022. He wrote it less than a year ago. He didn't change in less than a year. He's lying to you because he doesn't respect you because you don't respect yourself. The same reason that Trump doesn't respect you. Trump is an alpha. If you're a beta male with a Trump hat in your hand, MAGA, 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 Trump looks at you like, these idiots will believe anything I say. Who cares what they think? That's how these people look at you. They know you're, you're either weak or stupid. And I don't want people to be weak or stupid. I'm trying to strengthen the base. It's like, you know, Vivek doesn't believe he'll, he'll beat around the bush. Well, I think this and that. No, tell, read your book, Vivek. I read, I read part of it. I even bought it because I wanted to confirm I'm a good journalist. So I wasn't going to say it without knowing. I bought the damn book to make sure that it was in there. He said that he thinks Pence made the right decision. And he said he thinks Stacey Abrams is like Trump because they're both sore losers. But how come Vivek won't say that on a stage? Because MAGA doesn't want to hear that. So what I'm saying is the same way everybody agrees with Neo in the left wing, but they don't want to say it aloud, is the same fakery in the right wing. I've had multiple people come to me to say, Anomaly, we all agree with you. We just don't want to say it. We don't want to lose our sponsors. We don't want to lose our golden seat at Mar-a-Lago. Like, that's why nobody even bothers me. You would think with all the shit I'm talking, and I, I'm, I'm grateful to God because I don't, I don't want controversy. I don't want drama. That's not fun for me. But you would think that more people would be saying, they're not saying shit because they know I'm right. They're like, yeah, no, I agree with Anomaly. I just don't want to say it. Well, then you're just as fake as the people on the left. 
The same people that agree with Neo but don't want to say it to save their social circles is the same thing you're seeing in the Republican Party. You have no idea how many people believe what Vivek Ramaswamy believes, that Mike Pence made the right decision, that Trump is exaggerating, that he's a sore loser like Stacey Abrams. Vivek wrote that in his book. He believes that, but he's not going to tell you what he believes because he knows that that will be bad to tell you what they believe. There's so many people like that around there. They, they think that, but they won't tell you. I tell you what I believe. Then you could agree or disagree with it, but at least you know. At least you know what I think. It's not. I'm not playing a game with you. I'm not saying, here's what you want to hear, so I'm just going to say it, and then behind closed doors, I think, I, I think the opposite. No, this is what I believe. It's the same dynamic that the left does. It's cowardice. It's people that care more about their social circles and finances than they do the truth. You know, Neo said, if I have, I, he's probably made so much money. I mean, that guy, I don't know if you guys know Neo, but uh, he's got a lot of hits. I mean, he's probably got tens or hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm not sure, but the dude is probably set. But he said at this point, and I respect so much what he said. He said, if this world's not for Neo, I'm going to go find something else to do. I'm a hustler. Like I, I can't bring myself, I don't care how much money I lose. I, I can't bring myself to lie about this topic. And that's what I believe courage is. That's what a real man is. I've had people tell me, once again, I'm not a drama queen. I don't say who I always respect people's privacy and people that show me love. But I've heard people that work in the advertising on the conservative side. And they said, Anomaly, people agree with you way more than you realize. They have to feed their family. They, they don't want to lose their sponsors. They don't want to piss off people on the conservative side and mess up their money. And it's like, I get it. But then you're just a sellout. That's the same thing I'm sure Don Lemon tells himself. Like, does Don Lemon even agree with what he says? I don't, maybe you could watch a video of him seven years ago. He sounds like a right winger. Does he, he probably just wants the money. But here's the thing. I'd like, this is real courage. I'd rather die. I'd rather starve. I'd rather be broke. I'd rather get a nine to five than be a, a liar or a pussy. Excuse my language. Like that's the difference between a real man with courage and somebody that just wants to make money. If you just want to make money, tell your audience, say, I just want to make money. I don't give a shit about anything. I, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I've probably lost six figures because of certain things I've said and certain things I've did. And that's the decision you make as a man. You win some, you lose some, you gain this, you gain that, you take a risk, it works out, it doesn't. But at the end of the day, if you're willing to silence yourself and not say what you really think, or just straight up gaslight your own audience and know damn well you're doing it because you want to save. So how are you better than the left? You're not. You know what I'm saying? That's why the right's becoming controlled opposition because the left is so crazy and degenerate and they're so backwards and all of them are afraid to say stuff. And then you got a lot of these right wingers just filling up space and just milking people dry. Like Vivek right now, he's probably milking conservatives with the donations and the speeches, whatever, make your money, bro. But if you believe Vivek Ramaswamy, that Donald Trump is a sore loser, if you believe that he's like Stacey Abrams, if you believe that Mike Pence made the right decision, you have a lot of respect for him. I don't mind that. I'm not sitting here bullying Vivek saying you can't think that. I'm glad he thinks that. I just feel like he's a phony because he won't say that. He knows that saying what he really thinks to MAGA will ruin his career. So what does that make him that he's suppressing his true thoughts about January 6th so he can grift off of right wingers? It makes him a politician. It makes him a salesman. This is what I've been telling people for weeks and months. And I'm just being honest. He's a pharmacy CEO. I just watched a video of how he made all the money. 
It's very interesting. I'm not going to say much about it, but it's very interesting. Do people even care? We just got scammed by big government and big pharma in 2020 and 2021 and 2022. Our country is the scammiest big pharma country in the world. When you come here like Zuby does from other countries, dude, people are disgusted by American media. Amer I love America. I love my country. Our media is disgusting. It's filled with pharmacy ads that aren't even allowed in most countries because it's evil, degenerate, and disgusting. Trump doesn't give a shit. DeSantis pretends to, who knows what he'll do. RFK says he does. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But if you don't care, they're not going to care. You get what I'm saying? If Trump could bring up Lindsey Graham, look at you and say, look at these beta males. They'd probably let me bang their wife. They'd probably let me come in the crowd and steal their whole, you know, they don't give a shit. He looks at his base like, these pathetic people will let me do anything. So it's like, it's not even Trump's fault. He's the alpha's alpha. You know what I'm saying? You have to respect yourself. If you don't respect yourself and your country enough to say, hey, Trump, I love you, but big pharma is out of control. Or, hey, Vivek, where did you come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come from? Cotton-eyed Vivek Joe. You know, like you were at a pharma company, made hundreds of millions of dollars doing what? Was it real? Was it not like no one even cares? Like he, big pharma scams America and then a big pharmacy comes around. I was like, I'm just like you with my big teeth. And people were like, oh my gosh, he really cares about me. And I, then I read a part of his book. I'm like, he doesn't even, he won't even say what's in his book that he wrote eight months ago. They're like, he probably changed. He changed from eight months ago, guys. He's just lying to you because you guys don't respect yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's easier to lie to you than tell you the truth. So people keep doing it. So that's my message to the, to the base, to the liberals, to conservatives, to, you know, people in the rap industry, the music industry, the film industry, any industry, a human being, America, all over the world. We have the majority. Stop being such a coward about everything. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care if it's DeSantis. I don't care if it's RFK. I love America and our country is disgusting with big pharma ads. Too many ads on the television, too many loopholes for big pharma. They're sucking us dry. Trump was a big pharma socialist. He's proud of it. You know, this is something that people don't even want to bring up. The CARES Act, which Trump is super proud of. If I've said this for months, but now there's more and more proof coming out because people are doing the research and they're actually finding the exact part of it that says it. But I've been telling people this. The CARES Act funded the quote unquote rigged election. All this mass mail-in ballots, all the Democrats did the mass mail-in ballots. How did they do it? How did they get the money for it? How did they get the funding for it? How did they get the legal presidents to do that? Because you can't just do that stuff in a normal election. They got it from Trump. He funded and signed off on the quote-unquote rigged election, and he's damn proud of it. The CARES Act allowed all this stuff. It funded, I think, California over $50 million specifically for them to do ballot stuff. Look, at, look, look into it. You know, it's going viral on Twitter now because then people are like well he couldn't not do it blah 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 well then why are they so damn proud of it though even if they had to do it why why don't they tell you that that was a mistake or in hindsight they shouldn't have done it because the democrats did it the republicans did it it was veto proof because they were all in on it and trump signed off on it with a big smile because he doesn't give a crap why should he you get what i'm saying why should he care about you if you don't even care about yourself you know i'm a thoughtful person but a lot of alpha males, they don't care about you. They'll step all over you and take your chick. You know what I'm saying? That's like the alpha thing. Like, get out of my way, loser. You know, that's a lot of people in, in the world. It's like big bank take little bank. America does it all the time all over the world. You know, like, oh, you're a small country. You have oil. You don't have as much money. You know, shut up. And that's the way the world is. We have a petrodollar. We have a large army. It's not fair, but that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? That's how even macro and micro stuff works. It's like if people don't respect themselves, Nobody's going to respect you. So I pray that the left wing wakes up and speaks about this stuff. Start having the backs of your people.
You know what I'm saying? And by your people, I just mean people you like. I'm not trying to make it like overly racial or anything, but like have your boys back. If your boy goes out there and says, this is the momentum shift. Neo says something. Oh, we, oh, oh. If everyone comes out, you, you know, Lil Boozy talks about it. Everyone's like, everyone needs to come out and be like, listen, this is our line. Our line is like a three-year-old. Our line is a five-year-old. Don't do this. This is crazy. Where are all the celebrities that agreed with Aaron Rodgers? They're all cowards. How come Aaron Rodgers was one of the only like five athletes to come out and speak about the pandemic accurately? How come? Dude, all these people are cowards. And it's funny because like it makes me feel better. And I don't I don't like to like elevate myself like this. But it's like I feel more free than these celebrities. I feel like I feel so um I feel so grateful that I never sold out because like now I'm a free man. Yeah, I have to be disciplined. Yeah, you know, the laws of life apply to me too. It's not like I, I'm trying to be like free as a bird and do anything. I still try to be disciplined. But in general, it's like I'm free to say what I believe. I use the First Amendment. It's a great it's a great constitutional amendment. Use it in this country. You know what I'm saying? All these celebrities, all these athletes, all these people, they're like cowards. You know, I'm like, I don't envy these people at all. Like you could have all the money in the world, all the fame in the world. You could be the president of the United States, but you're not even free to say what you really believe. You think Joe Biden believes this stuff? He's almost 80 years old. You think he believes there's 10,000 genders? Of course not. <laughs> this dude is like an old white guy. You know what I'm saying? You think he's like, oh yeah, there's a thousand genders. Like, dude, he doesn't believe this shit. He just has to pretend like that because he's in the, he's not even free to tell you what he thinks. He had to wear a mask for a year and a half. He had to wear a mask for two years. You know, I'm laughing. I'm laughing hysterically at him. I'm on the beach with no mask on in the ocean. And he's like, I'm like, do you think I look at Joe Biden thinking like, oh, I wish I was him. I want the power he has. What power does he have? The power to be puppeted by richer people and more successful people than him and to just stand there like an empty vessel and trip over his own feet knock hit his head on on helicopters like that's not a that's not freedom this dude's like a, a slave to the system he's called the president but you know it be grateful that you're not stuck in the position of some of these people because it's it's insane and i have a i'm gonna read a few comments but i have a personal story too when i was 19 20 21 22 i can't remember i've told people this story before but it, it involves like neo so it's pretty it's actually like a full circle for me it's pretty funny um I had like a couple million views on YouTube. I had 100,000 downloads, no microphone. I've always been a hustler in the sense of like, I had no microphone. I couldn't, I wouldn't say I couldn't afford one, but I just, I don't know. I was just like using what I had, my laptop. 100,000 downloads with no record label. So I started getting the attention of people. I got the attention of Jam Master Jay's family from Run DMC. They were big fans of my music. And they started trying to pitch me to record labels and stuff because they're like, yo, this, this guy's pretty fire. Like he's got a million views. He, he could freestyle. He's a good songwriter. So they took me to a major label. I don't remember what label it was, to be honest. Uh, I went to one of the big buildings, you know what I'm saying? Like New York, like top floor sort of thing. And they brought me in a meeting room. And one of the meeting rooms they brought me in had a bunch of fedoras on it. If you guys don't know, Neo wears a bunch of fedoras. And there's like 20 fedoras. And I'm like, what are what are all those doing there? And they were like, those are Neo's fedoras. <laughs> he, he loves fedoras. I was like, cool. And uh, I don't even remember what they said in that meeting, but it didn't work out. I didn't care. Like they always tried to tell me to do something I didn't want to do. And I always had a chip on my shoulder. I was never a sellout. I was never a soft. So I never did what they said. And they're always like, dress like this, do this. We don't believe in this. Still to this day, guys, I have almost a billion views and I still get treated like this. I still get, oh, we don't know if you could do this or that. Well, then leave me alone then because I'll continue to do it and I'll continue to prove people wrong. But long story short, what 
maybe it was Neo's label. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But the the major label meeting I had was like had a bunch of Neo's fedoras there. <laughs> and I'll never forget that. Uh, I don't I don't remember what happened, but I said no. I always said no. I never was like desperate for attention or money or fame. I was like, I'm not going to do that. They wanted to dress me up. Don't talk about politics. One label said to me, just rap about weed and women. And I, I it was always political. Even back in the day, um, it was it was a political world they were living in. And they only want people that will not rock the boat. That's the message I got even in 2010, 2011. Um, now I get it completely. At, that, at the time, I, I kept thinking like, why don't they believe in me? Why don't they, why won't they give me a chance? Like I've done all this and now I realize it's, it's purposeful. It's like, look at the billboard magazine, look at what they're pushing out. They're not interested in giving talented people a chance or even just making money. Making money is not their only agenda. They'd rather lose money or make money with somebody that pushes their agenda, their worldview, their politics, than they would make money on someone who challenges it. You, you look at any celebrity no matter how profitable they were. I mean, look at Ye, for example, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Uh, they canceled his Adidas deal at first and lost like hundreds of millions of dollars. It's like, I get it. He was saying controversial stuff, but people have said other stuff, like you're just going to lose a bunch of money. I think since then they re-signed a deal and sold the stuff because they're like, how, you know, how are we just going to let like millions of uh, sneakers just sit here and lose money? So I think they renegotiated the deal later, but... That's just, that's how crazy it is. Um, someone said, Anomaly, Grandpa Moderna going to get you. I saw him tweet. He was like, "I if you come for me, I'm going to come for you. And then like, they're freaking out about it. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, is he talking about like the court system? Is he talking about Democrats? Or is he talking about like honest journalists who know that he's lying about some stuff? I couldn't tell who that was pointed at. Probably the courts, but Anyway, uh, let me know what you guys think. That's the two stories. I'm going to just wrap it up. First one, Neo, uh, he said that he believes in a man is a man, a woman's a woman, and kids shouldn't choose their own gender. He PR apologized on Twitter about it, and then he came out today and didn't apologize and said he means everything he says. Good for you, Neo. Thanks for standing up. The people are on your side, and you know we need a revolution, a peaceful, obviously, revolution of just people standing up for themselves you don't even need to protest or go in the streets just say what you actually believe and watch how quickly all this stupid stuff crumbles with trump having lindsey graham on a stage calling him a good guy you know somehow getting his supporters to boo him slightly less than last time you know whether you like or hate trump this is like a marvel movie like i i almost see people that believe in trump the same way as like comic-con people like i like comic-con i think it's cool like it's fun it's fun to dress up. It's fun to pretend you're Han Solo or Jar Jar Binks or Princess Leia. Like it's, you know, girls look good or whatever. Like I'm not mad at cosplayers. It's just, that's just how I see like MAGA now. It's like people just dress up and wear hats and they believe in something, but it's not real, but they just tell themselves it is because they like, they don't want to like mess it up. And the same way the left doesn't want to agree with Neo. A lot of right-wingers don't want to agree with me. They know it's wrong, but they just want to keep dressing up. You know what I'm saying? They're like, ah, I know it's right, but I just want to keep wearing my hat and hanging out with people. Then it's a hangout, bro. Join a lodge or a community or a bar, or, you know what I'm saying? A social group. Like you don't got to do this with politics. Um, I'm gonna read a super chat real quick. Someone said, I don't see you having a chip on your shoulder at all. I think you stand firm and are proud of what you've done. Great job. Very respected in the space you occupy and beyond. Thank you. Thanks, Jay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would just say I always was stubborn for what I believed in. I'm still stubborn in some ways, but for the most part, uh, if if I believe it's wrong, I I don't do it. I'm not I'm not easy to like 
woo and cave like that. Um, with that being said, with the whole like Trump, Lindsey Graham thing, I've said this for a while. And I mean, I think it's going to be the theme of the next year. So we're just going to read comments. Just treat Trump the same way you treat DeSantis, the same standards. If these are your standards for DeSantis, have them be for Trump. Because Big Pharma's insane. Lindsey Graham sucks, no matter how much Trump tries to use him or whatever. Um, I just think Trump knows that his base will let him get away with anything. So I, I don't I don't see him as somebody who really cares that much about you. I think he cares about himself, and he's also a better leader than Biden. But if he has a fork in the road, he's always going to choose himself over you. And he knows that his base is not like strong enough to actually like call him out on stuff. Like if DeSantis did Operation Warp Speed, everybody would be crying about it. If Hillary did it, it's socialism. When Trump does it, it's a secret plan to save the world. He knows his base is easy to exploit. He knows that his base is like alpha, betas pretending to be alphas. So, you know, he treats them like that. And that's just human nature. Trump's not wrong for that. If you don't demand respect, you don't deserve it. So, you know, I think the base needs to um, realize that. But Here's what I also want to say is the, the they're doing a good job of never getting to these issues. Like imagine if every day you logged in and Trump and DeSantis and Biden and, and left wing media, they were all talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Imagine every day that was the big scoop. It's like we need to get to the bottom of Jeffrey Epstein. Who was he paying? Who was he working for? Was it blackmail? Was it this country? Was it that country? If every day that was the national story, we'd get to the bottom of that topic. But the reason that nobody's talking about that, including Trump, DeSantis, left-wing media, right-wing media most of the time, et cetera, is because they don't actually give a crap and there's, you know, they don't want to talk about it. So what I'm trying to say is, you know, there's certain things that they did in 2020. The Democrats scammed us in 2020. Republicans scammed us in 2020. Trump scammed us in 2020. Biden scammed us in 2021 and they're the front runners of the election. So why aren't they talking about that? Why are the only two candidates talking about it? RFK Jr. and DeSantis, because it's it's helpful for RFK to talk about it because that makes him popular. And DeSantis isn't as complicit as Trump. And he seems to care about it a little more than Trump. So he talks about his campaign trail. But what I'm trying to say is there's all these issues that really matter. And like, if you look at it, Trump's not going to really do that. DeSantis isn't going to do it. It's politics. Like people think it's like the tooth fairy. They're, they're like kids with the tooth fairy. They believe in politics and they think optimism is believing in yourself. You know, pretending that Trump and DeSantis are going to save your world is, is like equivalent to a kid believing in the tooth fairy. It's not like you're optimistic. It's like you dressing up as Han Solo and telling everyone you're a star warrior fighting in, at Pluto. It's like, sure you are. You know, like you're not optimistic. You're just like, it's, you're just like role-playing. It's like cosplay for, for conservatives. But anyway, long story short, the general narrative in the world right now, it's not about anything that matters because the media and the establishment and both parties they know how to create a WWE story that doesn't involve anything that matters. So when I've said the same thing I've said for the last couple of years to people, they look at me like I have 15 heads because they say, well, what about the Jack Smith? And it's like, oh, that's the new WWE thing for the left to be like, he's guilty, the right to say he's innocent. Do you notice what it's doing? It's taking things that actually matter, bipartisan corruption, possible blackmail schemes that control even politicians you like, and nobody's talking about it because it's going to be this narrative for a whole year around Donald Trump. I'm not saying you can't defend him, but if you if your whole world is that world, you're living in their world. They created that world for you because it's a world that doesn't actually get to anything. And in a year, it's going to be a nothing burger. So, you know, that's how I see it. And I, I read tweets like uh, Dave Smith today. He's like the libertarian guy. He's like, you know, this 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 indictment is going to be what's giving Trump 
you know, momentum. He was like, you know, he didn't have a lot of momentum because people were tired of him until the indictment. And now that's going to carry him through the primary. And it's like, yeah, you think that's random? Like, do you think that just happened randomly? Like they didn't know, like, hey, Trump's kind of fizzling out. Like he doesn't have the same, you know, people are kind of tired of it. But now we create this new narrative. So then nobody talks about anything else for a year and it elevates him like 30 points ahead of everyone else. Maybe the Democrats are that stupid, but I don't think so. Like, I think that they're strategically evil, but I don't think that they're dumb. I, to me, I think that Democrat voters are foolish, but Republican voters are also foolish because I feel like they think that the guy that they're voting for is a fool, but they're the fool. Like they, they think like, for example, like I want to bring this up on January 19th or January 20th, Trump gave awards, literal awards, presidential commendations to Fauci, Burks, General Milley. You know what I'm saying? Jared Kushner, Monkeith Slowey, the Operation Warp Speed guy, a bunch of Alex Azar, the pharmacy lobbyist executive he hired. Do you think Trump didn't know at that? Everybody knew at that point. He knows. But he gave them awards anyway, because that's his guys. He's like just like Lindsey Graham is his friend. He's friends with these people. Here's an award for scamming everybody. And then his support base will be like, he just got tricked. And I always say, he didn't get tricked. You got tricked. Trump's not a fool. You're a fool. You get what I'm saying? You think he's so foolish and naive, but you're foolish and naive. So that's the dynamic I see with politics is everyone plays this whole fake game. And it's like uh, it's like cosplay at this point. People need to call it out as they see it or just accept the results. You know, there's nothing wrong with being like, I'm completely powerless. I'm just a pleb. And these guys are going to decide my life. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. I get it. It's like there's people out there that are making big decisions, but let's just not Comic-Con and pretend like we're saving the world or something when we're not really doing anything. I, I personally don't understand, and I'm willing to debate people on this. I don't understand why outside of maybe the Ukraine thing, I don't understand why the elites wouldn't want Donald Trump. And here's my pitch on that. He made the left go insane. And it's not Trump's fault. It's the left's fault. Trump didn't make them do anything. But the psychology of Trump, for some reason, sent the left going insane. Once Trump got in, the left has been nuts. Maybe they always would have been nuts. Maybe that maybe they like lost it because of the media. I don't know. But it's like with Trump there, the left goes absolutely insane. They don't have any actual values. They'll do whatever they want to oppose Donald Trump. They'll, you know what I'm saying? And then the right will say anything to make an excuse for him. If Trump does socialism and communist policies that they disagree with, they'll make an excuse for it. But if Mitt Romney did it, they try to kick him out of the party. So, you know, why wouldn't the elites want Donald Trump? He makes the left go crazy. He makes the right go crazy. He makes the left go mentally ill. He makes the right go mentally ill. He makes the left accept communism. He makes the right accept communism. Like, how is he a threat to the establishment? He got he got David Harris and people like D.C. Drano making excuses for an $18 billion corrupt socialist Operation Warp Speed rushed pharmacy product that the government funded that was free because it was a socialist scam. And they know it's a socialist scam, but they won't say it because Trump did it. So they have made, like they've made your biggest patriots become you know, socialists or at least like socialist sympathizers. You know, they've they've turned Turning Point, uh, an organization that says socialism sucks into socialist promoters. Like half the people they put on stage now are socialists. You know, <laughs> it's like, well, how is that? How is that a threat? I don't understand it. And then people will say, well, he had to. It's like there's always going to be a crisis. If you think they could take away your First Amendment in a crisis, expect a crisis because then now they know that you'll accept it. 
well, it's okay for him to do this because of this. Well, then that's going to happen because they'll know like, oh, these dummies will give up their First Amendment if you give them this character and this situation. You get what I'm saying? It's like it's it's just a basic like, do you respect yourself? Is conservative uh, is the conservative base actually attached to their own values or are they attached to idol worship of a politician? Uh, I just don't see how he's a threat. When he makes the left go crazy, the right go crazy, the left accepts socialism and the right accepts socialism. You get what I'm saying? I don't like, how is that a threat to them? He's the perfect person to divide and conquer. He's the perfect person to make your biggest patriots make excuses for things they don't believe in. Uh, it, yeah, I, I think in 2020, it was like a stress test. And I think that I think that every every politician is a stress test. At the end of the day, there's people above politicians that are really making the decisions, Okay. Uh, George Bush got in there, right? Everyone says he got puppeted by Cheney or whatever. People wanted a patriot. People wanted that. And then people got tired of it. And then Obama came around. He's the perfect guy to be like, oh, I'm totally different. I'm half black. I'm outside. I like rap music. I'm not a lifelong politician. I just got into it or whatever. I'm cool. And then people liked Obama for eight years. And then like they use these people to make you just like drive you crazy. Like, oh, 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 oh. That's what people do. They run back and forth. Well, if I don't like Trump, then what do I do, Anomaly? It's like, I don't know. Have a brain, have a spine. No, you don't. You want to just play tooth fairy with your friends or something like that's that's not optimism. That's just pathetic. But whatever. It's like then eight years of Obama and people are tired of it. What's the opposite of Obama? Well, the billionaire that's friends with these people, that's donated to these people, that's somehow an outsider that, you know, says he's going to lock up Hillary, but then he gets in and gives her a standing ovation and says he respects her and Bill Clinton. That's the outsider who said he was going to drain the swamp, filled it up and sold vaccines harder than Bill Gates. Like, and now people like, you know, then like somehow Biden won and now people want Trump back. It's like the elites and like the people at, above the politicians, I think they're just looking down at people like who will they put, who, what will they put up with? You know, like they like this guy, they like that guy. They'll put up with the lockdown. We could treat them like garbage for three years. We can mandate this product. We can make them wear masks. Nobody's going to do anything. Even Republicans had a hard time. Like Republicans weren't even saving us on planes. Republicans weren't like you know, most Republicans were allowing them to force mask us, allowing allowing this to happen in a lot of major corporations in their state. I went to Texas in 2021 and they're trying to make me wear a mask in a hotel like Governor Abbott wasn't helping me, you know, and I'm not saying I'm not saying he necessarily can. But like this is all a stress test, like the people running the world are like, what can we do? Give them this person. They'll be happy for eight years. Give them this person. They'll be happy. Lock them down. Give them a story. Give them like a whole like election thing. Set them up at the Capitol. You know, I'm saying arrest all the people that actually organize. Like, you know, it's like it's like to me, it's like a WWE thing where people still believe in Trump to that extent. I'm not saying he's not better than Biden. I think he is. Um, but if people want to play tooth fairy, they'll just keep playing this game like that's how I see it. I, I know it's not popular, but it's like, oh, that's so pessimistic. Like it's if I, you know, if I put this hat on my head and I say, my name's Jerry Johnson, my name's Jeremiah Johnson. I'm a, I'm a rapper with a white hat and a blue hat. Call me blue, white Jeremiah Johnson. I can fly. I'm going to fly to Pluto. And if you say, hey, anomaly that you're not Jeremiah Johnson Jr., you're not going to fly to Pluto. And I say, what are you pessimistic? I'm optimistic. I'm going to get there someday. <laughs> and you're like, you're a pes uh, you're a pessimist. If I'm no, I'm just, I'm playing dress up. You know what I'm saying? I'm believing something that's not real for my own entertainment and social circles. I'm pretending I'm someone I'm not with skills that I have that I don't have. It, it, it's okay to tell me that I'm not Jeremiah Johnson Jr. That's going to fly to Pluto. 
this is the same thing with Donald Trump. It's like, if you say the truth about Trump, DeSantis, Biden, RFK, all them, people are like, you're so pessimistic. No, you're a ping pong ball for the elites. Doink, 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 doink. You're just bouncing your head off the wall. Doink, 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 doink. Ah, I'm going to get him next time. Doink, doink. Ah, I'm going to figure doink, doink, doink. You're, you're like a, you're like a punch, punching bag for these people, you know? I'm not pessimistic. I'm an adult. I like the tooth fairy. Sorry if your kids are watching. You know, your parents are lying to you. The tooth fairy, it's them. Sorry. You shouldn't have your kids watching this and adult show. Anyway, it's like believing in the tooth fairy to the 50 isn't optimism. You're just lying to yourself. That's like people who believe in Trump are like com cosplayers. Like it's not optimism. It's just like you're lying to yourself. You're comfortable lying to yourself and you're creating this whole fake narrative in your head being fed to you that you're fighting against. It doesn't even really matter. And you don't have the ability to actually like stand up for yourself. So they're just going to keep tricking you. I don't understand who told people that it's, it's, it's optimism to do that. Someone said anomaly hitting Alex Jones levels of frustration. I mean, I'm not frustrated today. I'm having fun with it. It's just like, I've accepted it. Like, honestly, if you want to know the truth, I could lie to you like other people, but I've accepted in this world. And maybe this is a little dark for some, but I'll just tell you the truth. I've accepted in this world. Some people make it and some people don't. Some people rise the ranks. Some people become champion boxers and some people fail. Some people make big businesses. Some people don't. Some people want to put the work in and a lot of people don't. So this is the beauty of America. If you want to put in the work, you can become successful in all aspects of life. If you don't, then you won't. And as a political group, if MAGA and the conservative base wants to put in the work and tell the truth, they can have results. If they don't, then they won't get results. And I'm, I'm, I'm understanding that most people don't want the results. They just want to cosplay. So honestly, maybe you could call it selfish. I'm focusing on myself. You know, eventually I want to have a wife and kids. I'm focusing on my personal life, trying to focus on my family when I can, trying to focus on my job. It's not a selfish thing, but it's like, I'm not going to sit around with a bunch of cosplaying adults yelling at me all the time. Like if that's what you want to do, you could do it for the next 30 years. And you know, it's like, I just, I don't want to participate. I'm not frustrated. I'm at peace with the fact that the, the base doesn't actually want like results you know and that's fine like you don't you don't sit at the gym if you're a champion boxer and wait for other people that don't even want to practice like you just move on so that's where that's where i'm at it's like you know i'm just moving on in the sense of if people agree that like neo said if you agree thank you if you don't that's fine if i lose a hundred thousand dollars for this that's fine if i don't whatever you know what i'm saying i'm not not gonna lie to people in order to achieve certain stuff it's just like my opinion's been very clear. My perspective has been very clear. It's based off evidence that most people are ignoring. And a lot of people know this stuff. The same way the left wing says that they don't know, but they just don't want to say it, is the same on the right. A lot of people know this stuff. Like they're blocking it either out of ego, either out of like pride. Sometimes it's like a, a thing where they just like don't want to. You got to understand, like it's fun to hang out with people. If you're in Hollywood, it's fun to be in Hollywood if you're making a lot of money. Like it's fun to go to award shows. It's fun to get paid a lot. It's fun to tour the world. They're, they're controlling these people off of wealth and fame and, you know, social circles. Like that's what they do to the left. That's why. And even in sports leagues, you won't be on the team if you don't do what we tell you. Do you want to be an athlete or do you want to be sitting at home watching TV? Of course, everybody wants to be an athlete or a celebrity. So they do what they're told because they want to keep what they have. The same thing is happening in MAGA world right now. You think what I'm saying is so foreign to these people, 
most of your favorite influencers know exactly what I'm saying is true. They know that I'm more honest than them. They know that I'm more honorable than them. They know that I'm more courageous than them. They know that I have a point. They just don't want to even think of that point the same way a left winger doesn't want to think about two genders because the second you figure it out and the second you actually have a principled stance on it, you're going to lose your social circles. You're going to lose your Mar-a-Lago stakes. You're going to lose your golden helicopter. You're going to lose your Vivek Ramaswamy position. So they have to just tell you what you want to hear, even if they don't believe it. I've already proved to people Vivek believes that Mike Pence made the right decision. Vivek believes that Trump's a sore loser like Stacey Abrams. Why won't he read his book on stage? He didn't have a change of heart. He doesn't want to lose what he has. He has to just tell you what you want to hear. What does that make him? Just another phony. That's fine. He's a good phony. He's a good salesman. If he comes to your door, you're going to buy more than if Ted Cruz comes to your door. It doesn't make him a better person. It just makes him a better salesman. He's learned what you want to hear, and he says it over and over and over. But does he fully believe it? Maybe. Is he being politically correct? Maybe. I don't know, but that's what people want. You know, that's that's more popular in your world. So that's why a lot of influencers do it. They know that it's better to do that and, and, and accept the wealth that comes with it and accept the social circles and the hangouts and the speaking gigs than it is to speak the truth. The truth is, whether people want to realize it or not, the Republican Party went full-blown socialist in 2020. And if an organization that calls socialism sucks, socialism sucks, if they don't even speak about it at an event with Donald Trump and a bunch of these other puppets, then they don't even believe what their tagline is. It, they don't believe that socialism sucks. They believe that socialism sucks when Democrats do it and it's easy to talk about. But socialism is defensible if our guy does it because we don't want to lose this moment. You know, that's what it is. It's it's just as fake as the, the left. The left is just more diabolical, but the right is just as fake. The Republican Party is just as fake. The new MAGA movement's just as fake. They are the new establishment. They are the new media, the new, like, whatever it's called, mainstream. Like, the new mainstream is all these guys that don't want to say this stuff. Some will. You know, there are a few people that are saying it, but it's the same control mechanism that controls the left is I don't want to lose my social circles. I don't want to lose my gigs. I don't want to lose the Emmys. I don't want to lose the Grammys. I don't want to lose my tours. Why would you? But at a certain point as a man, you got to think, do I like, who am I? Do I want to pretend that there's 10,000 genders to make millions of dollars? <clears throat> or am I willing to risk it all, <clears throat> excuse me, in order to speak what I really believe? And that's, you know, this is like the threshold of what people have. A lot of Republicans aren't really that ethical. They're ethical enough to tell you that there's two genders and they're ethical enough to tell you the left is crazy, but that's as far as they really want to go because that's like the safe thing to do in the Republican world. If I close my eyes and you said something, who said this? I wouldn't know who said it because they're all the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's the post that he said, like, who do you think said that anomaly? I don't know. It could be all of them. They're, you know, they're all interchangeable. There's no, like, I remember I went on a, I had a, uh, what's it called when you do like a, oh, like a pilot or something. You know, they call it a pilot when you film an episode. They wanted me on a certain news channel. So they said, hey, anomaly, it's going to be you and a bunch of people. We're going to do like a, you know, kind of like a Fox 5, but a different version of it. I don't know if it ever came out without me or whatever, but you know, I was in the pilot with other influencers, right? I'm not going to say who. I'm a nice guy. Uh, anyway, they asked a question about the military or something, and everyone gave a generic answer, and they were all wrong. They were all wrong, and I'm not saying it like, oh, I, my opinion is better than yours. I'll tell you why I know they were wrong. A lot of Republicans are NPCs. They don't think about the question. They just say what they always say. There's only two genders. Well, like they're like pull string dolls. They're not intellectuals. They're just professional puppets. They're 
Team Red, put on a MAGA hat, Pubbis. So everybody answers the question and it gets to me and they say, Anomaly, what do you think? And then I say, I actually don't agree with any of you guys or I don't agree with you. I think that's wrong. Did you ever think about this angle of it? And they go, oh yeah, no, that, that makes total sense. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't say, no, you're wrong. They didn't even argue with me. They all agree. They're like, yeah, no, no, that actually makes much more sense. And you know, I think I'm not trying to act like I'm so special, but I think that's why I don't get invited a lot of places. It's not that they think I'm lying. I feel like they think I'm going to make them look stupid because they're lying. And if I'm there, they're not, they don't, they're not going to say I'm lying. They know I'm telling the truth. So it's like, I ruined their little fake world. They're making a little fake world with little fake donors. They're doing $50,000 speeches. They're getting on all these loser, you know, news shows. So if I come and they're like, you know, NPC, 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 and I'm like, normal human with an actual opinion that matters and makes more sense. And they all look at me and they don't say, no, you're wrong. They go, no, that's, that's right. That's actually right. And I'm wrong. Fuck, fuck. I'm wrong. Damn it. I'm wrong. I look stupid. You know? So they don't want me to like go on and be like, wow, you're going to make us all look dumb. Someone said, I'd love to see you debate sticks again. I'm down to debate him again. If he admits I was right about the last debate, go watch the last debate. I said that the CARES Act led to inflation. It absolutely did. Thomas Massey says it did. Ron Paul said it did. Any person with half a brain knows that, yes, Biden made things bad. Yes, he didn't help. But the amount of money printed and the amount of stoppage that happened during the 15 days to slow the spread and the extension, et cetera, even if Trump got into office, there was going to be inflation, just like there's inflation all over the world. Is Biden good? No. Did he help? Of course not. Democrats suck. But- of course, the every country with with conservatives that are more conservative than Trump, they're all experienced inflation because you can't just lock a country down and print trillions of dollars. So I'd be willing to debate Sticks, Hex, and Hammer again, but he has to admit he lost the last debate. It's obvious. Everyone knows what happened. Some people are so emotionally like tricked and, and they're like, yeah, you're right, but you lost because of this. It's like, no, that was the point of the debate. Outside of his little passive aggressive jabs and what I said, what was the premise of the debate? You know what I'm saying? It was that. He said that Trump and, and the Republicans didn't cause any in the inflation and it's all Biden. It's not true. It's like no one believes that. Even Ron DeSantis is telling saying that now. Thomas Massey saying it. So I would debate him again, but he's got to admit that he was wrong about that. And and the truth is that Republicans and the Trump administration did help cost at least some of the inflation. I didn't even name a percentage. You could say 5%, you could say 10%, you could say 50%, you could say 5%, but you can't say 0%. That's all I said in that debate. And if, if some people came to me and they said, well, anomaly, and this is what I probably shouldn't have said it, but I was telling the truth. If people don't understand that, then there's different levels to certain stuff. It's like some people like to like read big books. Some people like to read small books. Some people like Where's Waldo. I like Where's Waldo. It's fun. You know, Where's Waldo? Oh, there he is. Um, that's where I was at with that. And maybe it didn't come across very polite, but I'm like, if people are so stupid that they don't, they don't get what I'm saying, go watch Six Hexenhammer. You know what I'm saying? There's levels to what content people want. Some people read, you know, Goosebumps books. Some people read Ayn Rand. I don't, I'm not judging who people read, but it's like, if people don't get what I just said, then I'm not the channel for them. You know, that's just the truth. It's like, it's very easy to understand. It's very simple what I just said, but if you want to, there's a lot of other channels that'll gaslight you and tell you what you want to hear. That's not true. And I, 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 I don't understand like what people want where it's like, I don't know. I, it, that it's, it's a really easy one. I don't know. That's not one of the more complex issues. That's a simple one. You, 
If you think you could print trillions of dollars and lock down for 15 days or 30 days and have it not cause inflation, you're pretty much a socialist and a communist wearing a MAGA hat, which is fine, but it's like, that's not how the economy works. It doesn't matter why when you print $6 trillion or you hand out UBI checks, it doesn't matter why you do it. If it's for climate change, if it's for COVID, if it's for poor people, if it's for black people, if it's for Asians, if it's for Mexicans, if it's for Christians, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the basic laws of economics don't care what it's for. You could say, well, I'm going to print $10 trillion, but it's not going to cause inflation because it's for climate change. That's not true. I'm going to Trump's going to print six trillion dollars, but I like him. So that's not going to cause inflation. That's also not true. Well, he had to do it because of COVID doesn't matter for the basic laws of economics. I'm just saying it led to that. If you can't admit that it led to that and that wasn't a part of it, then it doesn't like I, I don't know. I don't even know what you're looking for. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, do you want me to just sit here and lie to you and be like, yeah, as long as the guy that you like prints the money for for a virus, then it then it's OK. And it was all Biden. It's like. No, that's not true. I don't like Biden. I'll never vote for Biden. He definitely didn't help it. He only exacerbated the problem, but the hole was dug. And even if Trump won the election, inflation was going to come. To what extent? I don't know, but it was going to come. It was going to be bad. I stand by that. And if people don't believe that or they don't want to believe that, there's a lot of fairy tale channels out there, you know, and I'll, I'll have more debates. I'll have more people on to talk about it. I'm not opposed to it. I went on red eagle patriots uh thing he's like a trump 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 guy and when i'm there and when i'm in the flesh when i'm in front of them in the zoom call you know it's all i'm like i'm i know what i'm talking about it's i like going into the echo chamber let's have a talk he's a nice guy i know he means well like let's let's challenge these beliefs and, and let's see where we get to um let's talk about socialism for banks and airlines yeah, banks got it, airlines got it, cruises got it. Everyone got socialism. It was 2020 was the year of socialism before Biden got there. Everybody got socialism. You get a check, you get a check, you get a check. But what Thomas Massey explains is you got $600, but if you do the equation of who got what, you're losing on that equation because you, yeah, you're getting $600, but if everyone gets $600, what happens? If Bank of America gets millions of dollars or whatever, or every airline gets $50 million, like you're losing out on that equation. Yes, they need more money to keep their business afloat so we don't destroy as a nation, but this is what every conservative and libertarian should say. You shouldn't make excuses for it. You should say, never do that again. That's, you know, and when it comes to the CARES Act, it had clauses in it that they could use money that Trump gave them to then do mass mail-in ballot schemes. Republicans don't want to tell you that they set themselves up just like they set their base up at the Capitol. No, it's not. There. I don't think Trump should go to jail, but it's just stupid leadership. I don't think he should go to prison. I'll be like Vivek on the street with a freaking megaphone just saying what you guys want to hear because I don't think Trump should be charged, but I just don't think he's a good leader. I just think he's a goofy leader who cares about himself who gaslit his audience, who told you half truths, some things that were true, some things that were not, got everybody riled up believing that Pence was going to do something he wasn't. And then a lot of people just went gung-ho with it because they think they're living in a QAnon Marvel movie, when in reality they're not. They're living in a movie where the guy that they love says, lock her up, lock her up. But then when he gets in office, he gives her a standing ovation. How many ovations, like, have you gotten a standing ovation from him? Because the Clintons have. Like, I'm not mad at it. I'm not out here challenging the power system. Like Trump is Trump. I don't want the power he has. I don't want what the Clintons have. That's just what's going on. If I'm going to do analysis and, and and speak, I'm just not going to gaslight you like all these other people. If you come here, you're going to get, the, you're not, dude. These people don't care about you. Trump doesn't care about you. Biden doesn't care about you. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry. Someone said he's a proven leader. Whatever you want to believe, Madeline, whatever you want to believe. Um, someone hit me up. It's always, and I'm not trying to be rude because I, you know, I love women. Listen, I love women. Okay. I would say it's my favorite gender. I mean, I like both genders, but women, wow. Women are just beautiful. I mean, men are cool too, but cool in a non-gay way. Okay. I don't want to get canceled by the LGBTQ plus, but I think men are cool, but I like women. Okay. Uh, anyway, you know, I just noticed that a lot of women buy into like the QAnon stuff way harder for some reason, where I was talking to someone recently and like, they, they see through the Trump stuff, but they're like, what do you think about blackouts in November? And I'm like, what about, what do you mean? And like, they show me something and I'm like, let's talk or like in October, I'm like, talk to me on November 1st. I'm like, like why? I'm like, cause when that doesn't happen, promise me that you're going to stop just buying into everything that everyone posts all the time. And they're like, well, what if it does happen? But here's how a lot of that stuff works. If you look at blackouts all over the world, there's probably blackouts every month somewhere in the world. And there probably has been before Trump got in office, because when you have however many continents and nations that there are, you, you got to understand that there's going to be a blackout. There's millions of blackouts in California every year because they mismanaged the power grid. There were blackouts in Texas because of a storm. You know what I'm saying? There are going to be blackouts in America. There are going to be blackouts all over the world. So two things are going to happen. One, if a blackout happens somewhere in the world, a blackout in Venezuela, a blackout in Texas, blackout in California, like there is every year, the QAnon people should say, look, we told you it was going to happen. That means that the pedophiles are being arrested in the jungles of, you know, and then if it doesn't happen, they just never admit it never happened. And they just move on to the next thing. They're like, oh, that was just a deep fake. We had to throw off the elites with that. So it's like, it's this nonstop loop of like, they just say generic things that will or won't happen. And if they happen, they take credit for it. And if they don't, they just act like they never said it. Like I know for a fact, a fact, and anybody that is honest about it, I know for a fact, the biggest haters of mine in March and April were QAnon people because they said that the lockdowns were good because Trump was backing the lockdowns at the time and he changed his mind and whatever. He was flip-flopping on it. They're like, Anomaly, you don't understand. The pedophiles are getting arrested at the Vatican. We got Obama. But like they were like just making up stories about everything. And I was like, that's not what's happening. I don't, I don't like lockdowns. I think we're getting scammed into communism. And I remember this was like when I knew that people had really been brainwashed into like darkness is I said to this one guy, cause he was like, going, he is now reformed himself. Like, but he lost his mind over that stuff. Anyway, I said to him, I'm like, bro, a lot of people are losing money. A lot of my supporters are losing their jobs and their livelihood over this lockdown. And he says, that's just a price that we got to pay. So these psychopaths got so deranged and brainwashed by Trust the Plan that they felt that it was fine to sacrifice millions of their own supporters and their own patriots for this idea that it was going to arrest somebody in the Vatican. So when that's not true, now you're just an evil person. You're sacrificing your own people for this idea that's not even real. I'm willing to screw all these people over because I think something's going to happen, but it didn't happen. So now you're basically just like a psychopath, you know? So anyway, for months they were like, oh, you don't get it. And then one day they're like, Fauci's bad. Lockdowns are bad again. And like, they never admitted that they were pro lockdown four weeks ago. I would have tweets saved where people said, this is going to happen on Easter. Trump's going to drop this bombshell on Easter. And then Trump on Easter looks at this model, you know, behind him, like a uh, not model woman. I'm talking like model chart and Trump extends the lockdown. He extends the guidelines of the COVID stuff and nothing happened like they said, but then they, they're like, we never said that. I'm like, your, your tweet is literally still on your Twitter. It's okay to make bad predictions. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, it's just crazy that you guys never admit to it. So 
these are the mind games that people play. It's like if nothing happens, nothing happens. If something happens because we said it, it's this like never ending mystery game for MAGA moms. And I'm, I'm just being honest. It's mostly like women like 40 to 70 who are believing this stuff, some younger, but like that's the, for some reason, like, I don't know, like it, it's like pulling these women away from their husbands, or maybe they don't have a husband or it's pulling them away from men in their life or people that they trust. And they're getting engulfed in this the reality where it's like, Trump's going to save the world. Trump's going to, the blackout's going to happen in the November and the, the lockdowns with the secret ships. And it's like, it's this whole like mystery Comic-Con movie that never ends. And it, it, it affects women probably in the same way that most women vote liberal. Why do most women vote liberal? I don't know. Maybe they're emotional, easier to trick for whatever reason. Like they don't, you know, like I don't know what it is. So it's like now that women are conservative, millions of them are brainwashed with this idea that Donald Trump is like going to come back with the, you know, someone texts text me something like the indictments are coming. Guys, I've been, I, I interviewed these people in 2017, 2018, 2019. They, they literally told me, if Trump doesn't do, arrest people by 2020, I'm going to retire. If Trump doesn't do it by 2019, I'm going to quit. I'm going to tell my and and they never stop. They just I have the video of him literally saying, if it doesn't happen by the end of Trump's presidency in 2020, I promise you that I'll I'll stop. Or like I'll promise you I'll tell my audience that I was wrong. But they never do that. They just keep it going. It's so crazy. Uh so now there's like that dynamic too where like these you know, do you guys see that? Like I, every time I say something to, to one of my friends like this, they're like, oh yeah, my mom believes that. Oh yeah, my mom believes that. Like I'll talk, you know, I'll talk to like somebody in person like, Anomaly, I love your things. Like, did you hear about this? Like some nice woman that watches me. And I'm like, that's not true. And I'm not saying you can't believe in certain theories, but it's like, it's this mind loop that people are like, maybe if I do that. And like, it just, it, it's really sad because it's targeting older women and they're just like hook, line and sinker believing all this stuff. And then it becomes this whole thing where it's like, it's just wasting everybody's time. Like the men aren't even allowed to stand up against something because people are telling them that this is happening. And it's like, it's just such a mess. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, let's see. I'll read a few comments. Except the liberal politicians aren't liberal anymore. They're Marxists. I mean, I hear you. Someone said Trump is a big government socialist. I mean, factually, yeah, but Turning Point doesn't care because they don't actually believe what they say. They're just, they only do it when it's convenient. So I, I've, I'm not even mad. Someone said I'm mad today. I'm like, I've come to the conclusion that most people are just fake, but you know, it makes me feel like I have a purpose. And also, I don't know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let other people's bad takes stop me. And, uh, you know, on the right wing, it, I thought of this too. I mean, I don't know how much this is to play. Like if you... If you criticize Trump the same way you criticize DeSantis or you hold the same standards for both of them, like I have the same standards for both of them. Like they both done cool things. They both not done cool things. But like if I believe something and I and I want this to happen, if Trump doesn't do it to me, it's the same as if DeSantis doesn't do it or if Trump does do it. It's the same as if DeSantis does it. I don't I don't have double standards like a liberal. I, I like to think that we should look at them all and just like believe what we say, but everyone has double standards for Donald Trump. And what I'm starting to realize in, in new conservative media is I think a lot of it is a business thing. Like DeSantis is not petty. DeSantis doesn't care. Like if DeSantis wins or if you call DeSantis this or that, he's not going to hold a grudge because he doesn't act like a four-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't really... I'm not going to say he's going to like you, but there's no penalty for just shitting on DeSantis and giving him double standards that you don't give Trump. If you treat Trump with the same standards that you treat DeSantis, 
Trump does not like to be questioned. He does not like to be challenged. He considers anybody who tells the truth when he lies disloyal. Like if he's spouting off CNN talking points and DeSantis tells the truth about something like Trump sees that as disloyalty. How dare you challenge me? Like listen to DeSantis talk for 40 minutes. You don't have to like him. You don't have to trust him. You probably shouldn't. But is he lying when he talks about Trump? Is he lying when he talks about what happened? Listen to Trump talk about DeSantis for 30 minutes. Is he telling the truth? Like you get what I'm saying? It's like, why? Why does no one in Republican media want to say it? Or most people don't. I think they know if, you know, Trump holds grudges. So it's just a safer business decision to just like not challenge him. And just everyone's repeating these same things or like DeSantis should drop out. DeSantis is unloyal. DeSantis is this. He should never do this. He should never answer when, oh my gosh, he 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 defended himself against Trump's attacks. Oh my gosh, he said that Trump failed. And I'm like, do you want Trump to just call him a pedophile and a meatball and a rhino and, and DeSantis just to sit there and be like, yeah, I'm a piece of garbage. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pasta dish. I'm a, I'm, I'm a meatball. I'm a, I'm a pesto sandwich. You know, like, do you want him to do that? Or is he, is he allowed to defend? <laughs> like, I'm, I don't care that Trump calls him that. I don't care that DeSantis defends himself. But so many people are acting like he shouldn't defend himself. Like as if he's supposed to just sit and listen to it and be like, yeah, I'm a piece of garbage. Yeah, no, I mean, Trump's amazing. He didn't work with Fauci. He definitely did a great job during the pandemic. No, like when DeSantis talks about it, he's like, yeah, he gives me petty nicknames. And, you know, he kind of failed during 2020 and he let Fauci run the country. Like, and then I see all these people freaking out at that video. And I'm like, I'm not living in the same reality because I think what he's saying is true. Like, I don't even trust him that much, but I think that's a true statement. So now the truth bothers MAGA because like, like, oh, look, he took a shot at Trump. Like, it's like a cult that I'm, I don't understand anymore. Like, so Trump could take a thousand shots at DeSantis, but if DeSantis takes four at Trump, that's too many. Like, it's very bizarre. Like it's, it's a, it's a world of double standards. Um, Someone said he won't debate anyone who'd seriously challenge him. Well, yeah, I mean, also a lot of the a lot of these like people like that are giving town halls to Vivek and stuff, they're getting very intellectually lazy. Like they're, you know, they're not asking like great questions and really like, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But I'm trying to get these interviews because I'm I'm watching it. You know, there's a good there's a there's a creator. His name is Meet Kevin. He ran uh, he ran for governor in, in California in 2020. I don't remember whenever the recall was. Check out Meet Kevin's Twitter. He does a whole breakdown of how Vivek made a bunch of money in big pharma. This is his claim. I'm not going to, you know, for legal liability reasons. Obviously, this is his opinion or what he said. But he was saying that Vivek made all his money basically pushing trials of a drug like he sold it went public. He made a lot of money and then he pulled his money out and then it crashed and everybody who invested in it lost a shitload of money. And meet Kevin said, that's how, that's how Vivek made, made his fortune. You know, you could look into it and look into it yourself, but it's like, this is the guy that's going to beat DeSantis in the race. Like the guy who wrote that Trump is a, is a sore loser like Stacey Abrams, but he won't tell you that because he knows you won't vote for him then. And a guy who possibly made all his fortune in big pharma off, like look look into that story it's basically what meet kevin says is that he pushed a drug that he he meet kevin says he thinks that vivek knew it didn't work because he was i think his wife was in on one of the studies or something don't quote me on it but look up that thing and it's like he raised a bunch of money he went public the stock went way up off this thought that it was going to happen meet kevin says that you know, I, I'm quoting that because I'm not trying to get in legal trouble. But anyway, go watch the video. And basically, like he knew it wasn't it, it, it was going to fail, raise a bunch of money. The thing 
pulled the money out. Everybody just got wrecked and he went away with a, a fortune, you know, like watch the video. And I'm not saying you have to agree with it, but I bet no one, like no one even cares about that stuff. They'll be like, who cares? You don't, you just got scammed by big pharma and big government for three years. You don't care. Like this is the new Republican movement. I'm not saying it's everybody. I know a lot of people agree with me here, but like, we don't care, Anomaly. We just like that he says what we want him to say. You're no better than a Democrat then. This is what Democrats do. We don't care about anything. We just want someone to lie to us. So do Republicans. I'm, I'm starting to learn that Republicans want that. They want someone, like they don't even care that a pharmacy CEO that came out of nowhere is acting like conservative chat GPT. Like he just believes everything you believe. And anytime I do journalism about it, why are you hating? I've said, I've complimented the guy. He's a good businessman. He's done well for himself as far as making money. How ethical was it? I have no idea. I'm guessing not very, but you know, any like big pharma is a sketchy industry, but there are some ethical people in it. Not as many as I'd like to think. But anyway, it's like people just get mad when I report this. I'm like, who cares? You if And I don't even like uh, Trump that much anymore. So it's like when he compares Trump to Stacey Abrams, I don't even care. When he, he says Mike Pence did the right thing on January 6th, I don't even care. But the reason I give it to MAGA, I tell you that I like I tell you what I actually think. Vivek thinks the same thing that I think except further, but he won't say it on a stage. Because he knows that if he ever says that Trump's, a, imagine if he was at turning point, he goes, hi guys, let me read my book that came out less than a year ago. Uh, you know, and he says like Trump's a sore loser and the Republicans are victims and, you know, Trump's no different than Stacey Abrams. It's the same thing. And, you know, there's the, the overwhelming evidence says, says that Trump fell short and that Mike Pence did, did the right thing. Do you think he could read that? He would get booed, but he believes that though, but he doesn't want to tell you. So like, I don't know. I guess that that's what this movement is. It's like, I'd be better off being a pharmacy CEO that just like lies to everybody all the time or tells them what they want to hear. Like, that's what people want. It's, it's like a sad reality. I know I'm doing well. I know life is good. I know I'm still relevant and stuff. Like, I'm not like crying, like, you know, oh my gosh, my life is so tough because no one likes me. I get it. But I realize like I'm going the hard route. I've always gone it. I'm getting tired because I've done it for 20 damn years now, but that's okay. It's like, you know, it's like a MMA fighter where it's like, eventually you just want to like quit and retire. I don't want to quit per se, but I'm tired. Like, you know, how long do I want to go against the grain when people are just crying that I say it? I know a lot of people appreciate it. I know there's millions of people who agree with me, so I don't want to just doom and gloom, but it's like, you know, the screw you, man. Vivek's a me guy. Like, bro, anyone can scam MAGA. It's so easy. Just tell them what they want to hear. Suck the money out. You know, metaphorically slap them in the in your face on the way out, and they'll blame the Democrats. It's like it's just like a, it's like a, it's like a BDSM fetish or something. Where people just get, like getting slapped in the face and spit on, and and that's like what they want. They don't want actual like you know. It's it's just like sometimes disheartening. Where I'm like. It's crazy because I'm I'm trying. I feel like some of my work that I've done recently is like some of my best stuff. I've seen it get views too, and it, it's catch on. But like, I just feel like a lot of people are like, "Oh, you don't understand." I had a I had a combo with my friend too because he's like, you know, Vivek is the future. He works so hard, and I'm like, I bet Bill Gates works really hard. You know, I bet he's a hard worker too. But it doesn't mean I have to agree with him. You know, so it's like this is like the thing. Like I'm just a hater now because I don't because. I don't, excuse me, I don't want a pharmacy CEO that 
you know, won't tell people what he really thinks to their face. Like, I don't want him to take over the party after Big Pharma just scammed us. I'm a hater, right? I should just let a, I should just let a pharmacy CEO take over the Republican Party after what they did to us in 2020. That's how you're not a hater. Just, just let the pharmacy CEO con man guy just take over. You know, that's fine. Don't question him. Don't question Trump. Just like we, it's like what. That's why I call it like comic. It's like a cosplay event for for right wingers. Like you know, I. I should just dress up in a brick suit or like, you know what I'm saying? Dress up as uncle Sam or something. I know both those guys. They're both cool. The uncle Sam guy's cool. The brick suit guy's always been cool to me. I'm not knocking them. I think it's a cool aesthetic. It's just like, that's what I'm, I got to figure out what I'm doing. Cause I'm like, either I got to do that and just cosplay, like go to one of these events and just like wear things and be like, ah, you know, same way. Like if I went to EDM, I dance. If I went to, if I went to Comic-Con, I dress up and have a good time. I like Comic-Con people. Don't think I'm knocking it. I think it's cool to dress up. I'm just like, I thought MAGA was about getting results and saving the country, but apparently it's just like a Star Wars Comic-Con cosplay thing for Trump worshipers. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, should I go to these events and just like dress up and be like, woo, MAGA, yeah, socialism's cool when we do it. Woo, the vaccine sucks, but when Trump pushes it and woo, it doesn't matter because the mandates are, it's like, <laughs> like, that's what people want to be. Screw yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Like I got, I got to go there and do that. So I had the funniest thing on Twitter. This old lady yelled at me. It was kind of based. I asked for a source because someone's like Pfizer said this and they didn't source it. And I said, source. The reason I asked for the source is because I'm not going to talk about it on my show unless I could prove it. So I'm not asking source to be a dick. I want to know the source so I can factually talk about it. So I said source and the lady says, here's my source. And she gives me the middle finger and I'm like, yo, this is so, I'm going to print it out real quick for you guys because it's so funny. And I was like, this is my Twitter experience in a nutshell. Me asking for a source and some lady just flicking me off. Like, here, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna hold it up and show it. It's too good not to print out. It, I got her whole like profile too. And be nice to this lady, please. Do not get mad at her. I actually think it's hilarious. And her name is Tina, I guess. Tina Tweaker. Makes sense. She's tweaking out. If I could sum up my social media experience in a nutshell, it's been a lot of good stuff. I don't want to downplay it, but like this is what I think of Twitter. It's like this exact interaction. I'm printing all of these out for you guys. I can't help myself. All right. It's too funny. All right. Let me see. 50, what do I do? 45. Oh, 45. Like the president, make America great again. Q and on. I said 45 without even trying to. All right. Someone said MAGA moms are mad. Uh, some some of them are yeah i'm printing it out i gotta show you guys then i gotta leave i gotta go do something else but uh um i know i have a lot of stuff in the works i have a new song with trapped i have like i know my book is so close i have like uh, this website i've been working on obviously oh by the way guys streamrare.com check it out we're doing pretty good journalism we're breaking stories doing generic stories but trying to put our own twists on it getting to the stuff we've been getting great traffic on streamrare.com so if you're into news and you want a news website that seems like, I don't know, I run it. Bobby Sauce writes articles. I think we write really good articles and uh, it's only two people right now, so we can't cover every story, but I think it's pretty dope. We're doing well. The results have been good. I started a new business um, and I'm doing uh, news journalism now. So check it out. It's uh, streamrare.com. I've been spending a lot of effort on that as well. I'm just, I'm torn in like a thousand different directions. And to be honest, I've been trying to enjoy my summer too. Like my whole life, especially like my adult life, I've worked so hard to get where I'm at. My 20s, I sacrificed basically, like some of the best years of my life. I, I just worked, 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 worked. Um, my early 30s, pandemic worked. You know, I've been trying to turn up a little bit. 
enjoy myself because time flies and uh, we're not locked down. So this summer I've been trying to do a lot of work, but also enjoy myself. All right. I'm going to show you this. This is the funniest thing. All right. So this lady, I love this. This is like my favorite thing that's like happened on Twitter because it's, it's perfect. All right. So Lead Stories writes, breaking, Pfizer employees were given a special batch of COVID vaccines different from what was forced to the general population. I was like, source, because, dude, these leading report guys, they never write sources. I don't even trust them because they're always just saying stuff and they never source it. So I said, source, and Tina Tweaker said, source this. Look at, she goes, source this with the middle finger. Pretty good. And then I'm like, who is this lady? She follows me. Look at it. Trump girl, ultra MAGA, Melania, vote red, deplorable me, followed by James Woods or something. She's got the Trump background. And I'm like, look at her profile picture. Just like her with Trump there. I think I've, I think I've met this lady at an event, honestly. I feel like I've met her before. And she was nice to me there. But literally, she just flicked me off because I asked for a source. Tweaker lady. I'm asking for a source not to ruin your parade. I'm asking for a source because I don't believe anything that pe people just say. And as a reporter, I can't just report it because a page that never sources stuff says it. So I got to see the original video or source so I could talk about it. I'm not asking for a source to ruin on your parade. <laughs> but it's just like, that's that's the world we live in. I'm like, can I do a good report? And like, shut up. Here's my middle finger. Screw you. Screw you. What do you think a person that gives a middle finger to someone asking for a source? Do you think that's a person that's going to not get fooled? Like a person that's, I don't need a source for anything. I just need someone to tell me what I want to hear. I don't want sources. I don't want the truth. I just want to hear what I want to hear. Screw you. F you. Like, you know, that's a lot of people. I get it. It's like, I don't want, I don't want uh, accuracy. I just want what I want. You know, that's the internet. Like, it's all good. The left is really good at, like, faking it. You know, they, they do a lot of, like, they'll, like, source this. Like, they 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 make a lie look very professional because they'll, like, you know, be like, oh, the New York Times said this. And, you know, on the right, is just like, screw you. We don't need a source. Not everybody. Not everyone says that. Someone says she might be fake. I'm pretty sure I met this lady at an event. I think she's just like a maggot out lady who goes to all the events and wears like MAGA stuff. I'm, I, I swear I met her and like, I was like, cool outfit, you know, like it's like I said, it's Comic-Con. Like people dress up, they're like, woo, woo. You know, it's, it's like, if you go to like, if you go to like a furry convention and everyone's dressed in a furry and like, uh, 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 and they're just dressed as a furry, like we're all dressed as furries, you know, like dressed as animals and furry costumes. And you're like, okay, it's one of like, you go to one of these events, you got Lady Magas dressing up as MAGA gear and that woo. So if you're like, let's do some journalism, they're like, journalism, screw you. Screw you with your journalism. Woo! We're just here to MAGA. Woo! And then Trump's like, my vaccine is a really good vaccine. It saved the world. Who knows? I saved the world from the Spanish flu. Some people say that the Spanish flu would have killed a hundred billion people in the world if without my vaccine. And people are like, boo. And then he's like, I'll make you stop booing. Oh, come on, give me a break, guys. And then some people are like, 
Maybe Trump means it's a secret, super secret vaccine. Maybe he's talking about therapeutics. Maybe what he's talking about is saving the world with the space force. I mean, think about it. Space force, force, force field, field, field of dreams. Who was in field of dreams? Oh, I don't know. Baseball movie. What's another baseball movie? Think about it. What's the one with Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks shoes. You know what he's about. Who else was in that movie? Rosie O'Donnell. Disgusting Rosie, as Trump would call her. Ew, I wouldn't say that. I'm respectful, but Trump did say that. And Rosie O'Donnell, who's she working with? Deep State. State. Which state is the most corrupt? California. Fornication. Californication. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, Anthony Kiedis. Key this, key this, this key. Put the key in, key this. It's a, it's a lock. Open the vortex. Welcome to the jungle. Axel Rose. Rose grows out of the concrete. Where's their concrete in Venezuela? That's who did it to the Dominion machines. You're like, anyway, guys, uh, you know, just having a totally normal one here. No worries. Just at the rally. No, but people say like people do play that game. They're like, what what's behind anomaly? What is that? Oh, that's an island. Who else had an island? Jeffrey Epstein. Who else's name was Epstein? Well, Epstein Island, Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell Coffee. Anomaly likes coffee. Oh, is that a square behind him? What is that? Ivy? Ivy League school? What's an Ivy League school? Think Harvard. Who else went to Harvard? David Hogg. You know, you can, it's like you can, you can make connections. If you try hard enough, you can just do, do everything, you know? I'm a, I've been freestyling since I was like in seventh grade. So, you know, I could, I can not only think on the spot, I could rhyme on the spot. So, you know, I could play this game way better than they could play this game. It's like blue hat. Oh, blue hat. God bless. Bless you. Sneeze. Who sneezed on the stage? Think about it. Who, who had a fly land on his head on the stage? What else flies? An airplane? Think 9-11. Think deeper than that. George W. Bush. What else has a W win? Who didn't win recently? Megan Rapinoe. She lost. What does that mean? Rap now? Rapping now? Neo has worked with rappers who almost apologized, almost caved. What's in a cave? A bat. So Trump's Batman. So if you disagree with that, then you're probably a uh, libtard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, it's kind of fun to do that. I get why people do it because it's like a mystery code. It's like, hey, we're locked in our house and the government's trying to punch us. And they're like, yeah, but uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm locked in my house. But you know who's also locked in her house? Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> dude, that was the craziest one to me. I was like, dude, I felt like these people were making me feel like I was losing my mind because like you hang out with people like that enough. They drive you crazy. Like <clears throat> a bunch of people were like, yo, Ellen DeGeneres is on house arrest right now. Isn't that kind of tight? I'm like, we're all on house arrest right now because they locked the country down. They're like, yeah, you pessimist. I'm like, it's, I'm not being, I'm fine. I'm playing video games and stuff and getting fat, but you know, and, to, and like ordering food for the essential workers to deliver it to my door with a mask on. But anyway, it's like, I'm not, I'm having, I was actually having a great time just playing like Rocket League with my friend. But anyway, it's like, we're all on house arrest, bro. They locked the whole country down and they're like, oh, geez, anomaly. I mean, what, you don't want to, you don't want to be locked down for three months to arrest Ellen DeGeneres. I'm like, I don't think Ellen DeGeneres is even being arrested though. So you're going to sit here and make an excuse for a lockdown for three months because you think Ellen DeGeneres is on house arrest. What happens if you waste three months being a communist and then you realize that Ellen DeGeneres wasn't on house arrest? It's like you just became a communist for three months. How do, how do people not get that this is controlled opposition? They're like, maybe you're controlled by Mossad. 
how am I controlled by Mossad when you like Donald Trump, who's like the king of Israel, essentially? The dude loves Israel. He says Israel should have uh, should control Congress. Like, like that you worship Donald Trump, but you don't see the connection there. <laughs> it's like it's like crazy stuff. Like, oh no, the guy who calls that out is working for them, not the guy who literally works for them and pardons their spies. It's like okay, but do people remember when they were saying Ellen DeGeneres was on house arrest when the lockdown was happening? Bro, that's some crazy stuff. Like, well, at least Chrissy Teigen's locked down, huh? And you're like, I get. I mean, I guess. Like, what? Well, John Legend's on house arrest with Chrissy Teigen and uh, and Ellen. You're like, dude, we're all we're all stuck in our houses. All of us. Like, the whole country is stuck in our house. They're like, well, that's because we got to go after the Vatican. Why do we need to be on lockdown to go after the Vatican? Why do we need to lock down? They're like, just shut up and let Trump do what he does. I'm like, okay. Someone said lost forever. You're not voting your way out. Yeah, but it's not, it's not like a pessimistic thing. It's just like, we just got to like figure out what's going on. It's actually really easy. It's not, it's like when I see stuff like Trump with the Lindsey Graham thing, did I laugh? Hyster I want to play the new video. I laughed hysterically when I saw this video. Cause I'm like, dude, it's like, it's like adult comic-con where like all these people dress up to see Donald Trump. And they're like, they think he's like Batman, but he's really just like exactly who he claims to be taking on. And like everyone's probably just sitting there like dressed in red and they're like, wait, what? Why is Lindsey Graham here again? Because Trump is friends with Lindsey Graham. Like what part of what part did you not get about like the last three years? Did you not you didn't notice any of this stuff? Like, dude, this this stuff cracks me up now. He's like, I love Lin we love Lindsey Graham. He's a good guy. I mean, there's bad guys out there, but not Lindsey. Lindsey's a good guy. I mean, come on, boys. We're just hanging out with with neocons and rhinos now. But you know who's a rhino? Ron DeSantis! A friend of mine and a guy who really understands politics. I think he understands politics better than anybody. That's why he keeps getting elected once. And I'll tell you something. Uh, you have a good man. He's a good man. And he loves you and he loves this state. He's controversial a little bit like I am. We maybe don't always agree on everything, but he's got a little controversy, but he's smart as hell, and he does a fantastic job for your state, Senator Lindsey Graham. Senator, thank you, Lindsey. Thank you. And he does. He does a great job. And he's been with me, and I appreciate it. Solves a lot of problems, this man. <laughs> We love Lindsay. We love him. He's a good guy. He does a good job. He's a good good man. He's a good boy. You like him, like Matt. And they're like, wait. <laughs> like it's like it's like being at like Comic Con and you thought it, you thought it was Star Wars Day, but it's like Star Trek Day, and you're like, what the hell? I don't like Star Trek. You know, like everyone's like, yeah, like wee. He does a great job. <laughs> I don't even get mad anymore. I'm like I'm like laughing hysterically. Cause I'm wondering how many influencers that were like talking shit about me are probably like, fuck, anomaly was right. Like, damn it. What am I going to admit this? Or I can't like, you know, I remember the one guy unfollowed me and he was like, anomalies. I mean, he's right most of the time, but he's so repetitive. And I'm like, I get it. But you, your feed is also repetitive. I, I would, I take the criticism like, yo, my things are repetitive. I'm not even mad at that. I, I would slightly agree that I have been too repetitive, but it's like, if your entire feed has been the same thing for the last three years and I just challenge it, and then you're mad that I challenge it. Are you mad at my repetition? Or are you mad at the fact that I'm like raining on your like MAGA parade? You know, it's more like he's right, but I just want to keep lying repetitively. I don't want to be challenged one time. It's like, okay. So 
it's kind of funny. Like, it's kind of funny that people don't get it yet. Like, it's just like, he's a good guy. I mean, Lindsay's a really good guy. He's a good boy. He's a good boy, Lindsay. Good boy. And Lindsay Graham's like, ah. He, he does his best. I mean, he might start a few wars every now and then, but he's trying. He's trying his best out there. We just got to do it. We got to do what we want to do. And Lindsay's the good guy to do what we need to do. And people are like, I can get behind that. I mean, I understand. And then, like, as soon as people figure it out, like, as soon as people, like, snap out of their programming and they're like, wait, no, 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 no. We don't like this guy. Boo. And he's like, uh, you, I'm going to have to change you. We're gonna sh we're gonna fix you guys. We're gonna change you. We'll 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 get you. We'll program you back. Give me a few weeks. You'll be right back cheering for him. And then people literally did cheer for him in the newest clip. And again, Senator Lindsey Graham, who is really got. I'm gonna have to work. I'm gonna have to work on these people. I'm gonna have. To. All right. <laughs> Twice. Not. You know, you can make mistakes on occasion. Even Lindsey down here, Senator Lindsey Graham. We love Senator Graham. We're gonna, we're gonna love him. We're gonna love him. I know, it's half and half, but when I need some of those liberal votes, he's always there to help me get them, okay? We got some pretty liberal people, but he's good. He's good. We know the good ones. We know the bad ones too. We got some real bad ones. Yo, Trump is so funny. He's like, we're going to love him. We're going to love him. Like Trump is, he's like a genius comedian where like he knows his base is like just like subservient. So he'd be like, we love him. We're going to love him. And people are like, boo. So then he just makes a joke. It's like when you're a comedian and the crowd, you lose them. So you have to say something really funny to get them back on your side. Like Trump knows that. Like they're booing. He's like, uh, we need to get the liberal. Oh, there's liberals out there. Liberal. And people are like, liberals suck. And, they're, and then they start cheering. It's like, bro. Lindsey Graham isn't getting liberal votes like liberals hate Lindsey Graham liberals probably hate Lindsey Graham as much as they hate Trump like liberals you know who doesn't who does like Lindsey Graham probably like establishment politicians Trump some Republicans but like liberals do not like Lindsey Graham like Lindsey Graham is somewhat conservative on a lot of topics so I don't think there's a single liberal out there that's like oh we really like Lindsey besides like the Democrats in office but voters don't like Lindsey Graham. So this like joke he's making, it doesn't even make sense. Like, oh, the we need him for the liberal votes. <laughs> it's not even true. Like, it's just like a thing to say where it's like, we love him. We need him for you know, these liberals. Oh, li look at the liberal over there. <laughs> like, oh, freaking liberals. All right. I'll clap for that. It's like, dude, it's, it's wild because uh, I saw that there's this, there's this uh, MMA fighter. His name is Sean Strickland. You know, he calls himself white trash. He says a lot of funny stuff, but he came out recently and he saw through something that even Jordan Peterson couldn't see through or doesn't want to see through. And it just shows you the disconnect between like average people who see through this stuff and like more politically minded people. Like Sean Strickland was saying that he thinks that they're they're sending Matthew McConaughey to trick like white trash people in his own words. I'm not calling people white trash. It's just like they're sending Matthew McConaughey to be like, I'm just like you, patriots. I'm a cowboy conservative. But he's really talking about gun control. So they send him out there after Uvalde, and he's like, come on, patriots. We need to compromise. Like, you know, and, I, and like most Republicans see through that stuff. But th that's what they do is like send a guy like that to be like, here, go trick Republicans into thinking that this is like cool. And, uh, you know, Sean Strickland sees through that. 
But Jordan Peterson didn't. Jordan Peterson tweeted that, and he was like, this is on point. I wish politicians would would talk like this. And it's like, no, dude. Like, why, why is Sean Strickland, a UFC fighter that calls himself white trash, that just punches people in the face, how come he can see through Matthew McConaughey, but Jordan Peterson can't? Is it an American Canadian thing? I like Canadians. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, is Jordan Peterson just like too Canadian for his own good? I like Canadians. There's a lot of things they do great. I'm just saying like, you know, he comes to America and he's like, I'm conservative, but I fall for gun control. It's like, if you fall for gun control, go back, bro, go back and tweet about it. And, you know, let Daily Wire put you in office in Alberta or something. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's like, we don't need more conservative leaders in this country that try to sell us matthew mcconaughey gun control like we don't that's not what our country needs jordan like please just stop dude um he's a nice guy he's done a lot of great work uh it's just like no man you know come to america learn the culture we have the first amendment you know about it you love it we have the second amendment you don't know that much about it just learn it bro just learn it before you come here you know tell the daily wire to go over with you so you're not you're not like that sounds reasonable no. Justin Trudeau, did you guys see he was dressed up as like Barbie? He's like, I love Barbie movie. I guess he divorced recently or something too. That's That sucks. I'm not going to like make fun of him for that. That's just unfortunate. But I will make fun of him for dressing up in pink. He's like, I'm a Barbie. I'm a Barbie boy. I'm watching Barbie with my son. Barbie. It's like, bro, go talk to your lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Let's get the, Let's get those papers in order. Let's not... Oh my gosh, dude. Did, did you guys see this picture here? I'll, I'll, I'll print it out. I'm just going to blow through my ink for you guys. That sounded really weird, but it's okay. It's like, I'm just, just watching Barbie casually, just like you guys vote for me. I love Barbie. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Jordan Peterson came from Canada. That's why he fostered gun control because he hasn't figured out America yet. That's okay, but go hang out with Justin if you can figure it just, you know what I'm saying? That's a deleted scene. They had that in the movie, but they cut it out. Just just learn it, dude. Um, here. Let me let me get it. See, I'm like old school. I don't know how to like load the images quickly, so I just print it out. I'm live I'm living in the past. I'm like I want to just go out on a boat without my cell phone. I don't want to I don't want to live in this technological world. I just like printing. Dude, I just have a bunch of papers all over my desk from like hundreds of papers, articles and stuff I print all the time. It's a good time though. It makes me, it makes me feel like, you know, like you just smack the paper on the desk and you feel like a real, a real boy out here. Um, someone said, I stopped listening to Michael Knowles. He liked the Barbie movie. Here's my thing though about Michael Knowles. And this is why I'm never going to get on the show, but I don't care. This is my true opinion. He writes like a 20 part, hold on. He writes like a 20 part, like, you know, uh, compliment to Barbie movie, but his opinion on Trump and DeSantis is like stupid. So it's like he spends more time analyzing the Barbie movie than he does analyzing the 2024 election. And he's supposed to be like a political analyst. Dude, his takes on Trump and DeSantis are stupid. He's saying what everyone else is saying because he's just like a kiss-ass fit-in, you know, generic guy just saying basic-ass stuff. He has Vivek on his show. He, I don't think he asked a single journalistic question. He just, it's like he like smokes, wow, I'm smoking cigars with Ted Cruz. He's just like a, a nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, 
he has a good stance on gender or something, but that's all like, you know, it's like, what, what else does he even really do? So I'm not even mad. He likes a Barbie movie, but it's like, he spends more time analyzing Barbie than he does analyzing his own damn election. His opinions about Trump and DeSantis blow yet. He can write a critique about a Barbie movie. That's like a 30 part, you know what I'm saying? Like thread. It's like, bro, then, you know, quit politics and go, go, go write for like Huffington post or something. If that's what you do. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> We're team Barbie. I guess that's his son. God help that guy. But uh, what does this shirt say? Love you ma more. Love you more. Love you more. Hey, boys. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. My name is Justin. I like lockdowns. I don't like truckers. Behind closed doors, I call you F word. I don't want to say it. But it rounds with checkers. Come on, Justin, let's go party. Eh, eh, eh. Come on, Justin, wear the pride flag. Eh, eh. Come on, Justin, let's go party. Eh, eh, eh. Celebrate sodomy for a whole month. Yeah, yeah. Whee! Anyway, um, my name is Michael Knowles. I'm going to write a 50-part thread of why I actually think that Barbie was really based. I think Barbie's based, and I'm going to write a 50-part thread. But then I'm going to talk about Trump and DeSantis, and I'm going to sound like a five-year-old that did, hasn't even studied politics for two seconds because I care more about Barbie than, than my own party. But, you know, Justin Trudeau is so liberal. He's a liberal, but I'm so based. <laughs> I don't know, man. Politics is funny. Justin Trudeau, love you more. He's like, yeah, I can't wait to eat popcorn and watch Barbie with my son. We we love it. Anyway, um, it's a nice thing to do, I think, as a father, right? Just spend time with the kid, watch the new movie. Nothing wrong with that. Anyway, someone said my daughter will never watch Barbie movie. I'll have her watch Lion King. Lion King's sad, though, man. Like. You know what I'm saying? Not Mufasa. What's his name? Is it Mufasa? What's the good guy's name? Simba. When, when the dad? That's I shed a tear over that. I don't. I, I don't want to cry. I don't want to watch Lion King. I, I'm, I'm gonna cry when the when the lion falls. You know he's like, and he just falls, and you're like, no. You know what I'm saying that'll. I'd have been yeah. Uh, it's a good one, but I, you know, I, I don't, I don't think I have it in me to, to shed a tear like that. So I got to just watch a funny movie. Anyway, I got to go. I don't want this to be over two hours. I should really just like calm down, but appreciate you guys for hanging out. It's been dream rare podcast. We've done some shorter ones recently. Uh, I'll do some good stories. I'll chop up short clips possibly. And, uh, we'll probably have a guest or two on this week. That's always fun. Appreciate you guys. Hope you enjoyed my takes today. If you didn't, um, it's okay. It's, it's America for you, but Sometimes people will be here and they're like, I hate this. I'm like, you could click the X. There are, it's a lot of options. There's too many options nowadays. It's like, it's too much, like 50,000 videos, you know, but you get it. Have a good one. Thank you guys. God bless hats. We, I think we have a few more white ones left, but I don't, I don't know that we have that many more. I just got sent this one. The reason I hadn't wear it in a while, cause I like just didn't have any more and uh, I finally got it. So I'm gonna wear it again. Appreciate you guys. Check out the links in the bio.